From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. This week's episode is sponsored by MrPICT.com, the new website I've set up where I'm moving all my CPD online, and teachers are loving it. The reviews are in, honestly, the best and most inspiring CPD website ever. So what are you waiting for? Head over to MrPICT.com where you can subscribe as a teacher or sign up your whole staff. Anything to add, Adam? Uh, nah. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. And in this special episode, we are going to be sharing our favourite stories from the past season for you to enjoy before we start back with Series 3. Yeah, sit back, relax and enjoy some of our favourites from what's been a truly fabulous season. (laughs) So I'm out on playground duty. This is a uh, second day back. Yeah. And a uh, lad comes over. We'll call him Sam. Comes over quite upset. And he said, uh, "Mr. Parkinson, um, this boy just keeps calling me, calling me names, and it's really upsetting me." And you know, the heart goes out. So I said, "Put my arm around him." I said, "Listen, listen, Sam." I said, "Sticks and stones." I said, "Listen, you're better than that. If people want to call you silly names, just ignore him." So, but if you're upset, I will go over and speak to him. But what I want you to try and do is just ignore it. You know, let it, let it go over your head. Don't matter. Don't matter. At the time I'm saying this, a lad who, um, let, me, let me say, doesn't make the right choices at times, <laughs> comes over, and I love this lad. We'll call, we'll call him Lucas. He comes over, about to ask me something about playground football. And he comes over at the point where I'm going... You know, ignore. Unless it's really serious, just ignore it, you know. It's petty. And uh, <laughs> so I said, uh, Lucas, Lucas, come here. I said, and so I said to Sam, I said, Sam, just imagine that Lucas was calling me um, and Lucas went, fat. <laughs> I went, well, I went, didn't take you long to think of that one, did it, lad? And, you know, so I'm there going, ignore, ignore, ignore. I can feel my eyes starting to fill and I'm going... So what you've got to do <laughs> is completely ignore him. So can you tell me, yeah. like, shoulders yeah. back? Let, let it go over your head. And then I said, thanks, Lucas. And he walks off and I said, you okay now, Sam? You know, and Sam walked off. And I just thought, I saw myself looking around at Hello, darkness, my old friend. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I just felt like... Because the burn. Lucas was just like, like, thumbs up, like, no worries, sir, like, Thanks for involving me. I thought, well, anytime, anytime you need help, I'm here for you, Mr. B. Yeah. At the end of every assembly, it was actually, you know, Cockney John wasn't in on this. It was just me and this other lad called Woolly. And what we do is, 
we'd say, uh, pick this person for the prayer at the end. But no one would know. So they'd be at the assembly and they'd go, well, it's been a fantastic week and well done to everyone. And um, someone has prepared a prayer for the end of today's assembly. Uh, please welcome... And then it'd be, you know, when we say the name. So imagine, you know, Cockney John, there he is. I'll, you know, obviously that's not his teacher name, but we'll call him Cockney John. So he'd be like, anyway, uh, and, you know, John used to be half asleep in assemblies. He'd just be like, oh, you know, he used to turn to me like, I wish this would just end, bro. <laughs> you know, look at him. And, it, and there, was, there was a time, this right, he had, a, he had a lad in his class called Sammy, right? So there's Sammy. Lovely little lad, and he was one of them that you could have a bit of crack with. But you know, funny lad. So he sat there, and John, I could see John in assembly, Cockney John, and he looked well bored. And I just saw him going, Sammy. <laughs> then he'd look away, and Sammy would turn around, and John would be looking away. So then Sammy turned his attention back to the start, and then he was like, Sammy, <laughs> and turned around again. And then Sammy was looking, and then he was looking round, and I was kind of giving it the old, I don't know, I don't know what's happening. And then he started going like, meow. <laughs> this is a teacher at the side of the assembly. Meow. And I'm, you know, looking. I'm thinking, he's worse than the kids. Anyway, quality. I mean, Sammy, Sammy used to laugh his head off. Anyway, so we got to this assembly. And it was like, anyway, preparing this prayer for the end of this brilliant week is Cockney John. <laughs> so he was going, what? He went, what? You know, and he was just, he kind of, I was kind of ushering him up. Come on, mate, you got to do the prayer. He was going, I'm going to kill you, bro. You know, under his breath. I was like, meow, see you later, see you later, Cockney John. So he got up to the front and he was just like, you know, he's probably just like looking around like, all right, uh, ends together, eyes closed, right? And he'd go, and I was literally, you can imagine, tears were rolling, he's going, I'd like to thank God for <laughs> the school. I'd like to thank God for the teachers. And then, and then he went, I'd also like to thank God for the pencils. And I thought, he's, I thought, he is panicking here. Then he started listing basically a pencil case. I'd also like to thank God for the erasers and the pens and the rulers. And I thought, I looked at him and I was thinking, I was going, he went, and you know, everyone stay safe for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so he came back down and sat down, and I was crying. Uh, I was crying. But the dream about this one was that Geordie PE teacher wasn't in assembly. Yeah. So I made sure that no one got it back to him. So next week comes up, and he stood next to me, Geordie PE teacher, and he's there in shorts, his black shorts and his black top. And he uh, he was just stood there, and he, he used to take it really seriously. This yeah. is what I love about him. He used to stand there, shoulders wide, and he'd be like the proudest guy in the world. Yeah. I'll give you a quick one as well. During Sats Week, we all had to be in different rooms and be this. And I was stood there speaking to the key stage leader, like, so um, I'm in the year six learning base for the reading, yeah? And she was like, yeah. And then Jordy P teacher marched behind me, stood there like he was in the eye. He went, after the reading test, you need me back at base. I went, I looked at him and went, back at base? I went, what are you on about? We're not in the army, what are you on about? And he was going like, it's last week. You know, got to do it seriously? So I went, oh man. So anyway, he stood there and um, it was Cockney John who was doing the assembly. So, um, uh, so yeah, we're going to finish with a prayer. Uh, um, uh, someone told me that they prepared a prayer. So I'd like to invite a uh, you know, Geordie P teacher up to the stage. 
and he just went bright red. I've never seen him like it before. He just went, he went, no. He's like to me going, no. And I went, you've got him. I went, just go and, I went, go and just add another prayer, mate. Go on. And he was going, but I was, as I was pushing him, he was going, no, no. So anyway, he got to the front and honestly, he was looking round. He looked like a lost soul. Yeah. He was just like, um, and then John was just like, yeah, Cockney John was like, hands together, eyes closed. You know, like patting him, hands together, eyes closed. So he went, um, uh, hands together, eyes closed, right? And then he went, uh, God bless us, everyone. Amen. That was it. And then everyone went, everyone went, amen. And as he walked back, I went, all right, mate. I went, Tiny Tim, God bless us, everyone. He went, oh, wait. He went, don't ever, don't ever put me in that situation again. And I was going, listen, I was like, that is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And every time I used to see him, every time I used to see him after that for weeks, I'd be like, God bless us, everyone. He'd be like, oh, how weird, get out of here. Uh, but literally, pair of legends, love him. Every week we have a... Uh, <clears throat> Celebration assembly. Yeah. It's like Thursday afternoon. Um, every class hands out their awards and, and, and so on. And uh, we have our house points. Do you have house points? Like, yeah, yeah, house points, yeah. yeah. So we have team points, colours, and you get your team points. And it was funny for a while because we've got this um, we've got this teacher who does French. Well, she HLTA does French in our school, and she's a bit obsessed with the French, right? Um I don't think I think obsessed is an understatement but anyway she thought it would be a good idea to get all the team points read out in in French so we had a period about half a term where these poor kids were trying to pronounce these numbers because it, <laughs> it was a the you know the, the the result of every class's team points and you've yeah, got what yeah. like 15 in a class or whatever and uh, so these poor kids are reading out numbers but the funniest thing was no one had a clue who won so the kids are reading out the numbers, uh, the, the results in French, and all the kids are looking around like bewildered going, does that mean that we've won? We don't have a clue. Because a lot of, you know, they don't know numbers in English, let alone French. But anyway, so we've, we've, I think we scrapped that now. We've just kept it to our native English language. But this week, and, and the lad, the thing is with the lad who does this, I, I love him. I've got a bit of a soft spot for him. And, um, and I don't know where he must have seen this. But anyway... Um, her teacher reads out the results and it's like in fourth place is blue team in third place is yellow team in second place oh and everyone gets dead excited mm. and he goes uh, red team which means the winners are oh, the green team the green team now he's in green team this lad right <laughs> <laughs> and that's a way of celebrating <laughs> two hands in the air with one just middle fingers up, <laughs> flipping the bird to absolutely everyone. <laughs> but the funniest thing was, he was sat next to a teacher. Like he, he was, he was sat the closest to the teacher, and just going full on Stone Cold Steve Austin, three sixteen in the fit. Oh, and this teacher's just like, "Are you being sick?" Like she was just so taken aback by the audacity of. It. Now I, I don't know where he's seen it. Or if he's been to like a football match or something, 
But it's just funny because we've obviously had things in the past where it's like, don't boo. You can't boo and be negative. He probably thought... <laughs> it's like that Mr Bean club, isn't it? Where he's this, is what, out. this is what we were laughing about because the head teacher then normally says, right, can we have two members of the team to come up to the front and accept the trophy? And I said to the teacher, you should have just got... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> as he's doing the long walk to the front of the hall he's Mr Bean in it to everyone just flipping in the bird oh, oh my day I, oh, it tickled me so much it really really did you now just... obviously I'm not condoning that sort of behaviour but I do honestly believe that kid didn't really know what he no, was doing you just there. gotta laugh at I mean stuff like that oh, they're, they're, honestly they're the made my day at school this day. week The strange. The strange things that happen in school. So there we go. What do you think? What do you think of the little jingle there? Don't mind it. I can still, I can still make out your little, your little voice there. I've tried to put many special effects over it. I've tried to go highbrow. I've tried to bring a bit of, a bit of quality to this podcast now. Um, so you heard there the background was a little snippet of one of my favourite TV shows, Stranger Things, and this feature is all about the strange things that happen in schools, the almost unexplainable things that happen in every every school school, every school they sort of happen and teachers can't work out why it happens and so to kick us off what I'm going to suggest this week is uh, the strange things that happen in a primary school Uh, when um, the obsession children have with being at the front of the line right so when you get your children lined up no matter which class, whether it's nursery, whether it's year six, there will always be a kerfuffle at the front of the line about who's first in line. And I must say, I don't know how many times a day when I'm in school, it doesn't matter who's at the front of the line, you're not going to win anything by being at the front, right? Yet every time we line up, there will be pushing, there'll be shoving, there'll be one child who gets shoved out the side and goes, Mr. P, I was at the front, such a person pushed in. And I just don't get this obsession. And that... it, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it does happen all the time, and, and it's like a rat race, in it, to get to the front. And, and the person I appreciate the most, I like to call them a tactical Timmy. <laughs> they, they, they do move to the front at... At a decent pace, but they make sure they're about third or fourth back because yeah. they know the kerfuffle at the front. They're all going to get pinned to the back of the line. Tactical Timmy takes an absolute step forward. The, uh, the line is his oyster. He's right at the front, clear, clear as you like, but and if... he's looking at the rest of them with a little grin. I know exactly what I'm thinking of him there might... as well. And the other thing as well is the 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 one that gets me is if a child's at the front and they're proud of being at the front of the line. But then you've got to walk through a set of doors. Oh, and they hold the door. <laughs> oh. the door, and they're absolutely wounded. We, I've, I've got they a, go from the front straight to the back. We've got a couple of kids. I've got a couple of kids who love holding the doors, so they always go to the front and they love holding the doors. But I've got one kid who only holds the doors to count how many kids say thank you. Oh, so he's right, in a class yeah. of 27, right? And I walked through, and I went, nice one. And he went... <laughs> well, Shaking I went, his head. I looked at him. I said, "So we?" He went two out of twenty-seven. <laughs> I went, "We on about?" And he went, "Only two people said thank you." And I said, "Go on." And he said something like, "Joanna and Chris." <laughs> and I went, 
<laughs> I said thank you. He went, no, you said nice one. <laughs> I said, listen here, listen here, listen here. Nice one is thank you. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, it, it, the line is the line is all about pride. I mean, I I appreciate the ones who just get in the middle. Yeah. Not about. I mean, the lunch line. Oh my word! It's like well, do you know what? I was going to I was going to come on to this because that is probably the only time that I can understand why people want to get at the front. We've talked about this before. You know, if there's pizza Fridays, you want to make sure you're at the front to get the cheesy slice. And as I say this, all I can think about is how much I'd like a piece of pizza, but I can't because of the intolerances. So that's the only time that I can understand. But it's just other things like you're going on a, a library visit. Everyone's going to get to go. By being first, you're not going to get you're not going to get any preferential treatment. Yet children are still arguing about it. You've got everything to lose as well. I mean, if you make that dart to the front and you make contact with anyone, <laughs> yeah. you then bat straight to the back. <laughs> straight red to the back, so isn't it? Thinking, so any contact in the area. Exactly, yeah. It's just, you've got to be a tactical, Timmy. You've got, <laughs> yeah. you've got to make your way at a fairly decent rate, but keep, keep your distance, because you know the opportunity's going to arise. Yeah. They're going to get pinged. They may be holding doors. Tactical Timmy ain't holding no doors. Yeah. He ain't standing at the front. He's getting them Twizzlers straight off the bat. Do you, have, do you ever have to put, like, a child who doesn't always make the right choices... The right choices. ...in between a couple of other children? Like, do you have to do that? Like, if you've got a few, you know, a few children who like to... Do you mean a, a, a couple of the sensible Sallies? <laughs> sensible Sallies. You need, yeah, you, you always need some of the wrong choices in between the sensible Sallies. Yeah. And then, but then the worst thing is sometimes... The, the 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 person who's making the wrong choices just slowly kind of work away at the sensible Sally's, which yeah. would be nearer the front end. <laughs> and then suddenly you see one of the sensible Sally's completely out of character. She's turned. She's, t- she's, she's gone. turning and she's she's throwing people out the line. Sally, no. <laughs> yeah, what have you done? You're more sensible than this, Sally. Or the worst one is when you put like, let's say you've got two lads who don't always see eye to eye, um, and you put them at opposite ends because you know the the you know you're on your way to assembly, and you know if they're anywhere near each other, they're just going to be a nightmare. And so separate them at ends of the line, and then as you go into assembly, you sort of put them, you sit them down, and then the row ends. And you start a new row behind, oh, and then it finishes that those boys are just yeah. Oh, that that just... always happens. I'll tell you what else as well is the, you've got your tactical Timmy, but then you've also got the ones who have got a little bit of nouse, the ones who think I'm going to get the front if I get the back and I hold the door. Yeah. When I hold the door and everyone goes through, we're riding at the back, <laughs> and you can just see him. Anyone go and get high on these? But you can just see him yeah. loving it. Uh. And I know one of them we've sort of touched upon before, but I don't know if we actually concluded with it. And I thought about it, and I know exactly now what my answer would be. So it was, if, if someone was to make a movie of your career as a teacher, who would play you in the movie? Right. Now, I've thought about it. I've so come you, to a decision okay. now. Okay. We've talked about this before, haven't we? I, touched upon it. I, yeah, maybe. I can't really remember. Is this where... Cause I have often been com- uh, compared to Mr. Poppy out of Nativity. Yeah. I don't have that. You don't like no, it? No, no, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I feel like I'm a little bit better looking. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. I think I'd take that. All right, um, okay. So I'm going Chris Pratt. I th- and that, I said that. That was who I was going to go for. You're not Chris Pratt. 
I'm definitely Chris no, Pratt. I'm, I'm more Chris Pratt than you. Definitely more Chris Pratt. I've actually had Chris Pratt shouts. So have you ever had a Chris Pratt shout? Who's ever called you Chris Three Pratt? Three people. <laughs> Three different people at different times. Never. I thought you were going to go Benedict Cumberbatch. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like you. Honestly, you line up Benedict Cumberbatch and Chris Pratt. They could do our live show. <laughs> No chance. Deadly serious. Yeah. I, I was thinking, and I was like, Chris Pratt, definitely. How are you, Chris Pratt? How am I not? How are you, Chris Pratt? I'm more Chris. Chris Pratt's got my hair. And yeah, if I, I went to the gym, I'd have Chris Pratt's body. <laughs> Fact. But that's the issue. Uh, all right, then, I'll go. I'll <laughs> go. Come back. I, thought you, I thought you would have gone someone like The Rock, the Dr- Dwayne Johnson. Or Vin Diesel, which one? Which one would it be like to be? Um, I thought you'd have gone I that. I can't go that. He's, he's, you know, he's, you know, I'd love to say, yeah, The Rock, but no, Chris Pratt's a bit of me, because the difference is, Chris Pratt's quite funny as well, so I feel like that's a bit of me, whereas, like, Benedict Cumberbatch is not really known for being that funny, <laughs> i.e. you. <laughs> I'm not having this. I'm no, fair dues. Right, right well, Bradley Cooper. Ralph Little. Bradley Cooper. I Ralph Bradley Little Cooper. would be good for you. <laughs> You know, get, get a big Hollywood star like Chris Pratt in for me. Get Ralph Little in for you. Two pints of, like, two pints of Mr. P in a pack of crisps. No, I'll go Bradley Cooper. Oh, shit. That's just shit. Hello. I love. Have you seen the Honest Trailer for. I have like to say, Honest Bradley Cooper. Do you like Honest Trailers on YouTube? Yeah, I mean, some of them got a bit boring after yeah, a bit, but. That one. But, um, Bradley Cooper is, yeah, he's an absolute yeah. I love how you just, you just pluck, like, the smoothest, casiest guys you out You said Chris Pratt. Because I have had the Chris Pratt shout. <laughs> I've had the Bradley Cooper shout. From who? Three people. At ah, different times. Claire doesn't count. <laughs> when she's like, sing to me, Lee, and you're like, you're not Yeah, what's the other song like? Let the old thing die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not how it goes. It's maybe it's time to let the old... We- oh, yeah, it does say that. Yeah, old we die. Yeah. Uh, now, Cockney John um, kind of got himself a new house and he lives in, like, the countryside and he's got a Ford Ranger wild track pickup truck, right? Right, That's what yeah. he's got. So Kim said, is there any chance you can get Cockney John to come round and and move all the stuff that we need taken to the tip. Yeah. So anyway, I, I give Cockney John a bell. All right, bruv. Happy <laughs> New Year, bruv. I went, all right, mate. Uh, you listen, any chance you could do us a favour and do this? He went, yeah, no worries, mate. And I thought, that's nice of him. Yeah, New that's Year, nice New John. Yeah, new, new Year, New John. So he comes round and he, he's just... He, he, the best thing about it, he's just, he's just not changed at all. <laughs> he's devoured because he's getting older and he's all, he, his birthday's... He, I think it's two days ago, so happy birthday... Uh, Cockney John. Does he listen to the podcast? Uh, he does. He does. He, he he kind of skips to his bits. <laughs> like, oh, I remember that. Like, I was with him a few weeks ago. We were going to the pictures, and I said, "Oh, do you remember this?" And I skipped to the bit where he did the prayer, and before he even said it, he went, "God, God bless us for the pencil." And I thought, "Oh man." And anyway, he, so he's driving to the tip right, and I and I thought to myself, "It's a big truck he's got on it," and it was like. I remember the, the tip near us, the, 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 the yeah, kind of barrier gate, the, the barrier is yeah, really low. So I said to him, I said... Yeah. It doesn't allow, like, trucks or... Yeah, so I said, I said, is your van going to get in? He went, I bloody hope so, bruv. <laughs> I went, oh, well, you know... Well, he went, che- he went, go on Google now. He went, check the height of the Ford <laughs> Wild Track Ranger. I went, all right, no worries. So I went on, I said, 1.8. He went, ha! 
It's two metres, mate. He went, we, we are sweet as a nut. I went, all right, sweet. This is the best bit, right? So he's there concentrating, driving. We're going dead slow underneath the barrier. <laughs> and I just turn and I went... Like that. And he went, oh, my God! He went, what is that? He went, ah, you said it was 1.8! And I went, it was me, mate? He went, no. He went, no, 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 no. And honestly, I was crying. The guy with the high-vis jacket was looking in the car, just saw John, just like... Fuming. Yeah, well, he's fuming, steam coming out of his ears. In my little shed on the playground is, like, a basketball, a rugby ball, and football and everything else. Uh, that I just kind of get out at different times. So I, t- I told these uh, I told these year threes. I said, "You don't get anything out of that shed. Uh, I, I you need me to get something out of what you want to play, depending on space and time, yeah. etc." So I go over and um, a little lad there. Uh, we'll call him. Uh, I don't know. We'll call him Todd. Todd. Todd, yeah, that's the name of my uh, very close friend's dog, Todd. So, yeah, fair play. Uh, so, Todd's there, right? And Todd, um, you know, nice lad. It doesn't always make the right decisions. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Todd, Todd's a good boy. And it, so, you know, he gets the rugby ball out. I'm around the corner just sorting out, uh, sorting out tr- the trim trail. And I walk back around. What have I just told you, Todd? Put that back now. Don't do it again. I've got too much going on. I need your help. You know, put a bit of responsibility yeah, on their yeah, shoulders. Yeah. So then I turn around again, and I'm off, and I'm sorting this out. Get down. Move. Yeah. I turn around. There's Todd bouncing one of my basketballs. <laughs> so that was it then. I thought, Todd's had it here. <laughs> so I walked over, and I went, Todd, you are not to play with any of my balls again. <laughs> and just as I said it, I thought, that doesn't sound right. That does not sound right. And then I quickly kind of reacted with basketballs, rugby balls, footballs, any of them, them balls. And then I just said, uh, I've got to stop saying balls here. Just, just uh, calm it down. Here. And then I was looking around and, you know, there were only here threes and no one really clocked on apart from one line. <laughs> One lad looked at me, and he had this grin on his face of just, like, um, he just kind of looked at me like, you you said balls <laughs> on a fair few occasions there, sir. Um, uh, but, yeah, so, it, but fair play, Todd. He's a, he's a good lad, actually. Isn't yeah. So, you may remember last episode, Adam's story um, was about him saying something rather inappropriate. Oh, it wasn't inappropriate, was it? It was just no. It was it was accidental. Like innuendo. It was like yeah, innuendo. Yeah, yeah. So what I did off the back of that because I thought surely that's not the only one. Surely there are more people who say things in class that when you listen back or you think back, you think that must have sounded really. Dodgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put it on my Instagram story, and I had loads of responses. A lot of balls. A lot of you know. Yeah, it's an easy get thing the ball to back say, out. Yeah. Stop playing with your balls. Um, keep hold of your balls. <laughs> I love how I love how chill. You said that. Get your ball back out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mind those slippy balls coming at you. <laughs> but some of them were funny. Uh, this is one I got sent. Um, I've got wood. Has anyone else got wood? <laughs> when teaching materials. <laughs> oh. 
Again, loads of butt balls one. Um, and back to the balls. Yeah. <laughs> when talking about vocal cords, the flaps slap together. Oh. <laughs> it's taking a turn, this podcast. Put your strap on. Why didn't I just say carry your bag properly? That is quite. The thing is, things just happen. <laughs> things just, things just, you slip out during sports day. Great tossing. <laughs> We've got some good tosses here. <laughs> <laughs> I might uh, use that. Our music teacher repeatedly tells my class they're working on their fingering when oh, playing the ukulele. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, here's one uh, stop doing that would you like me to bang you against the desk <laughs> <laughs> oh. when they happen it's just a case of uh, be careful what you say around glue sticks I shouted please stick it in carefully squeeze those balls nice and hard there's why you say why that, that the way you said I don't know if he said it the way you just said that. <laughs> Squeeze them balls, nice and hard. <laughs> that, that, that did happen. When describing something like a fan, it's funny like <laughs> that can't be real. These are all what people have sent through. There's a butt, and it's a big butt. Well, there's another one. There. That's honest though as well. We've all got holes. Whose is the biggest? When teaching fractions, holes <laughs> as in whole numbers. <laughs> when children were pushing each other in the line, I said to one child who was pushing someone in front of them, do I ever touch you? <laughs> <laughs> See, they're the best ones, just quick and honest. What's the probability of tossing and getting head when looking at tossing a coin? Oh. <laughs> uh. It, it, it was actually a fellow teaching assistant who said, can you pass me a rubber, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so thank you very much to everyone who sent, um, who sent them in. So a lad in, a lad in the school, um, we've had a few sort of issues. Doesn't always, the typical doesn't always make... The classic, the classic. Mr. P's in a podcast line. <laughs> we don't like to use the word naughty. Yeah. Or, you know, bad behaviour, it's... Doesn't always, always make, make the right choices. choices. I'll tell you what, that was the other go, just going back to bet. One of the, um, uh, we were at the teach meet, and the teach meet again was brilliant, and we were all having a few drinks, and the teacher came up to me and said, um, uh, I've just, they asked, they asked for a picture, and they sent it on the WhatsApp group, and then one of the parents, uh, or one of the other teachers, sent a message back saying, I've just shown it my son, who just screamed out and went, uh, What happened to your donkey, David? It died. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. amazing! And they were like, and they were joking about getting merch and making. T- I wasn't, but the others would sort of saying we should get like, what happened to your donkey, David, on t-shirts? Oh my god! And that'd be the other one. That'd be the other tagline. Doesn't always make yeah. the right choices. I don't choices. always make the right, <laughs> make the right choices. choices. That's a great t-shirt. Well, yeah. copyright. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is copyright. Two Mister P's podcast. Um, so anyway, so. He's in one one class, and it was the parallel teacher in the other class. He's, he's gone up to her, and he said, um, uh, "Is it all right if I bring a camera in tomorrow and take a picture of picture of you?" So the teacher's a bit like, "What? Uh, why would you want to do that?" And he said, "Well, I just want to give it you for your birthday." So this teacher's a bit taken aback, thinking, mm, "But ultimately, 
bit of a compliment, isn't it, if someone wants to take a picture of it? Why not? So she's sort of like in one mind going, oh, that's, that's it must obviously uh, like me and think I'm... But then obviously she's going, um, no, it's, you know, you don't need to bring a camera in, it's not appropriate, you don't need to take pictures, that's, that's fine. Anyway, tells the class teacher who I think is getting to the, getting, you know... Push to the edge with this child, so she does, to the edge. yeah doesn't take the doesn't find the funny side and is straight away on it going oh this is ridiculous this is um, you know you know you, you think what he's going to be doing with that picture if he got to take it he'll be doing all sorts with that you know really going it don't really take the banter side of thing you know it's quite serious quite straight laced the banter bus stops at him <laughs> well her and um, <laughs> okay and obviously then the other teachers sort of joking going oh, it's probably clearly she's jealous that. You don't want to take a picture of her, you know, having a bit of a joke. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, go goes round. So we're all having a bit of banter about it in the and the head teacher's even like saying to the teacher she walks that she's sort of going, girls on film, like singing the song <laughs> yeah. and that. And anyway, obviously we tell the lad, no, no to that, it's not appropriate, blah blah blah. And uh, anyway, he's got this weird thing that he doesn't take that on board, he will carry on, he's adamant. So as we're dismissing the children now. The class teacher who's been on him saying no, 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 is there. And as he walks past the class teacher, he just makes the comment of, so we'll be bringing my camera in then tomorrow, like that. <laughs> and, the, and the teacher turns around and says, uh, no, you won't. You will not bring that camera in. I don't know how many times I tell you. And then, so the, ch- the child just instantly turns around to her and goes, my mum hates you. <laughs> and then the teacher goes, pardon, my mum hates you and she tells me she hates you all the time then just walked <laughs> off but the thing was there was a couple of other teachers right behind them who saw it and you know when you see something like that and clearly it just, so, so they're like so then it starts going so these two teachers now are like at each other just yeah. whatsapping each other at night going guess what my mum hates you my mum you know just carrying <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the, and, and it was funny uh, a few days later the one who uh, the child wanted to take a picture of the teachers in the classroom. Mm. Gets a message. She needs to go and see the head teacher. Head teacher wants a word. So obviously, straight away, when you hear those words, you go, you go into yeah, panic yeah, stations. Panic yeah. stations. What have I done wrong? Why does he want to speak to me? Why can't he come to my class? All these things going through her head. And so she sort of, you know, knocks on the head teacher, and the head teacher's like, right, come in, come in. So she sits there and he goes, uh, he's not really making eye contact with her and he sort of says, right, we need to have a bit of a word. Um, I just need to let you know something serious that's happened. And she's uh, obviously panicking. And then he goes, um, I just want to let you know, my mum hates you. (laughs) 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 And she said, she was like, that built up and worried and he's just absolutely at the top, top level, top level. That is great. So we were just uh, absolutely laughing. You know, that's what we we were sort of saying to each other. (laughs) Um, So there we go. And I always remember I went out with, with a couple of mates and we went to Wilmslow and people, you know, that's where all the footballers live and it's, quite a posh area and I thought to myself I'm going to need a, a, a story here because I don't fit in I'm a bit of a bit of a scallywag from Stratford really so I went on Google Image <laughs> typed in expensive yacht took, took a screenshot <laughs> and set it as my background right? so anyway I got talking to this to this pretty young thing at the bar and um, anyway get, getting on talking you know, and uh, 
And then anyway, I get my tactically get my phone. What time is it again? <laughs> got my phone out. Oh, what's that? What's that doing there? She went, oh, what's that? And I could just see she was paying a lot of attention. I thought, I said, that's that's big big baby. You know, that's my that's uh, that's my yacht that I own. And she went. She went. No way. Anyway, she went and talked to her friends for a bit, and I was saying to the lads like. She thinks I've got a yacht. She thinks I've got a yacht. And then the girl comes back over and she doesn't seem the same. She seems a bit offy with me. I thought, have I been out here? <laughs> have one of the boys told her that I'm, I work at the co-op? And uh, anyway, I just said to her, I said, so uh, everything all right? Like, having a good night? And she just went, yeah, and I went, you know, then I just thought, I'm going to dive in here. I'm going to dive in like, <laughs> dive I, off the like, yacht. like I normally do off my yacht. I said, uh, so what do you think of the old yacht then? And she went, oh, it looks really nice. Um, but just to let you know, there's no way a guy who owns a yacht wears Primark pumps and just walks off. I looked down at my at my muddy, my muddy white £3.50 Primark pumps. And, you know, the first thing I did was reset my wallpaper. <laughs> You know, breakup wise, you got to tell that story about. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's the one, and you know, not <laughs> dropping, not dropping any names, but basically, um, celebrating year anniversary, did the classic. You know, we promised not to get each other gifts, um, but I played the crazy romantic card and, and did gifts and I did all of this. <laughs> not like they weren't like expensive gifts; they were they were, they thoughtful. were more thoughtful. Yeah. Favorite DVDs, CDs, sweets, all that kind of stuff. Like a little bit of a, a gift set, yeah. As such. Um, so anyway, go. Um, we're in town. Stay at a hotel. Next day, uh, go to Pete's Hut. You know. Now, I'm happy as Larry at this point. <laughs> I'm thinking. Buffet. I yeah. Well, no, I'm not too sure if we did go for the buffet. Well, I'll tell you why we didn't go for the buffet because we didn't make the mains. <laughs> so. Um, you know, guy comes over, dead jolly guy he was, I always remember him. Don't know his name, but he was dead. He was good at his job. You know, he was just like, hey, guys. He was like, hey, guys, welcome to Pete's Hut. Yeah. I was like, what's happening? You know, so they give us menus, and, and I just, I, I felt a bit of a weird vibe. I was a bit like, oh, what, you know, what have I done here? But I knew, I knew I'd not done anything wrong. So I was just like, you know, kind of being the old... You know, chivalry isn't dead. Yeah. So I was like, you hold your horses there, because I, I knew, you know, what she'd want. I was like, can we please get two lots of the hot wings, one lot of the large nachos, all sides, like all yeah. dips. Yeah. And then I said, and garlic bread with cheese. I mean, four starters, who does that? <laughs> I do that, right? So I thought, boom. The guy was like, what a tremendous order. I was like, cheers, mate. You know, off you pop, like. So I'm sat there, and then suddenly... You know, I dropped the question, everything all right? And she just went, uh, no, I, uh, I don't really want to be with you anymore. <laughs> so I sat there, and I was a bit like... It's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing, but... Well, it's funny now. At the time, I was, I was sat there, and I... Because this, this, we're talking about Adam's first sort of proper girlfriend when you... I mean, you're probably going to say that the year five, year six... 
full on relationship. Well, listen, I think it was the, to, the get through, to get through sats and stay together. Listen, it's that's a test. A that's a test. No, but yeah, you're right. And then you know, you're 16. How old were you? 18. 17. Yeah, uh, 17, 18. So I yeah, so I was sat there and I was kind of like, what? I couldn't believe. I couldn't quite believe it. You're breaking up with me. Yeah. You know, and then I'm an, listen. I'm an emotional guy, and you know, kind of started to get <laughs> started to get a little bit teary. And I was sat there, and I was just like, I just remember going like, I can't, I can't believe this. Like, and then, but then something came into my head, like, because strangest thing, I, I bought a two DVDs that I'd given them out before, and suddenly my mind switched then to thinking, I want them DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> I, DVDs, I thought they'll go great in my collection. I haven't got them. Right, but then so then just as I'm kind of you know, kind of going like I can't I can't believe it. Is, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it, you know, Happy Larry comes over, Pizza Hut Pizza Hut Pete comes over, how are we doing guys? Here's your garlic bread, here's your nachos. I looked up at him and he went I'll just leave you to it, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of just, I stood up, I stood up in a rage and was just like, that, like, that's it. And I remember, I remember giving it up, you know, you will regret this decision. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So I walked out. What are the stages where it's like, first of all, it's just shock. And then it was it's shock. It was a little bit, it was, it went from like shock to being upset to being embarrassed. Obviously, you know, you've got families there eating a dinner and seeing this, like, 17-stone guy just crying his eyes out. Looked like they'd forgot my salsa. You know what I mean? I was a bit like... <laughs> I, I didn't touch the food. That's how good it yeah. was. So I went... You know, I looked at Pete's up Pete and I was just a bit like, you know, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Left, right? Thinking that she was going to follow me and we were going to kind of sort it out. I, I walked across the road. I remember being sat there for a while. She got it doggy bagged. She left with it doggy bagged. I was like, you, you, you stabbed on my heart. Now you're taking my nachos. Um, and then, yeah, and then, you know, funnily enough, you know, it, you know, all worked out, 100% all worked out. And then the whole well, classic, the classic finishing line of you'll regret this, trust me, came to fruition. Because now we're the number one UK leading podcast now, <laughs> um, Because, you know, months but down didn't, the line... Didn't you, book, didn't you book tickets to... Am I thinking the right one? Didn't no, you no, you're thinking, of, uh, you're thinking of swiftly after uh, the breakup, um, my mum... Me and my mum love Michael Bolton, but it was always me and, me and my mum who were going to see him. No, I'm thinking of Westlife. No, 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 Westlife was... We, we went to Westlife, but thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought it was you, went, you had tickets to go to Westlife and you had to sit there even though you were broken up. No, no. No, is that right? No. Okay. Um, Never mind. I thought that would have made the story <laughs> even better. Unless I missed something. <laughs> yeah. Because we did go pizza after Westlife. <laughs> no. So, no, but it, it does carry on quite well. Uh, the Michael Bolton. So I went to Michael Bolton, and uh, like I've got to be honest, you know, it hit me like an absolute sack of spuds, and I don't know why. God, I don't know why. I mean, now I, I laugh. That's my head the thing. Off you, now. you look, you look back but and you laugh. I'm there at Michael Bolton, and my mum's saying to me like, because at the time, you know, I was 18, 19, I was in between university. I didn't really know what I was going to be doing. I didn't drive. I kind of was feeling a bit sorry for myself. Well, where you know where am I going to go? Yeah. I've invested so much time and effort into 
the relationship. I didn't even have the nachos, you know. So and this is a thing at the time. You don't you don't realize you that you're so young. Yeah. Uh, so so my mum was there going, Adam, you're gonna be fine. Like just just don't worry about it. You're gonna be fine. Anyway, Michael Bolton walks out. I mean. What kind of fool goes to Michael Bolton after a tough breakup? <laughs> so he comes out and he's there absolutely singing me back to life. Yeah. And he comes and stands genuinely a stone's throw away from me and mum. And he stands up on this kind of like, you know, just kind of this gap, yeah, platform in between the rows. And he's, and he's, he's in touching distance of his crotch <laughs> not, not that I you know but hey listen I'm single um, <laughs> so he then starts going you know, Michael Bolton you know Michael Bolton and hopefully the listeners know he's, he's an absolute gem and he, he was just going to go like hey so I'm going to sing one of my favourite songs which is Time, Love and Tenderness right <laughs> so mum turns to me in front of the whole goddamn crowd and goes listen to the lyrics <laughs> I went, I sat there, and I was going, Jesus Christ. So then Michael Bolton's going like, nothing heals a broken heart, like time, love. Mum's got her arm around me, like, swaying me. I'm sat there like, can this get any worse? Like, I am literally gone here. We, I'm, very, I'm very strict around uh, the use of technology, in, in my house so we've obviously got iPads and stuff but the kids don't have their own iPad and they tend to only use it if they're doing sort of bits of homework or if they do get up in the morning on a Saturday at 7 I don't need to be up till 8 then they can have a bit of time on the iPads there but other than that it's quite restricted and there was one one day when my daughter was on the iPad I was like right that's enough now Lil you know let's have it back and she's like no 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 I'm like, no I need, I need it back and she started to run up the stairs towards a, um, a bedroom so I sort of got her on the I sort of stopped her on the stairs <laughs> took the iPad and she sort of pushed as she, as she gave me the iPad she sort of pushed me so I thought right I'll have her and I sort of like pretended to then fall down the stairs like really, <laughs> really dramatically I'm like I'm going to show you so I fell down the stairs and I just lay motionless with my eyes closed but just open enough just to see how she reacted because I thought right I'm going to make her feel really guilty yeah, now she's, she's going to feel horrible she's going to feel horrible anyway she sort of came back downstairs looked at me sprawled on the floor stood over my lifeless body <laughs> grabbed the iPad and then went to her room uh, and I was like uh, Louis, are you serious left you absolute <laughs> kippers teachers are by far the best investigators detectives and just interrogators out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I touched on this in an early ep, but uh, my favourite tactic with especially the younger children is someone will come over to me and go, they've just hit me, and I'll say to the kid, have you just hit them? And they'll go, no. And I'll go, and I'll look at him, and then I'll pull the doughy face and go, did you hit them a little bit? <laughs> and he went, he'll go, yeah. <laughs> And I'll go, right! <laughs> Give him that false that, sense of security. Like, was, it, was it funny that you did it a tiny bit? <laughs> yeah, right! <laughs> Love that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what tactics to use. Yeah, you know if you need to go hard into a kid, if you need to, like... Then you can do the guilt trip on them. Like, oh. that's the one, like, you know, uh, with everything I've done for you, and, you know, you're part of my class. Yeah. And you're representing us as a class. You're representing me. It's so the best... 
I mean, you're not just letting yourself down. Mm. You're letting me down. Yeah. And you're letting the school down. You can get, get the you guilt. You keep going, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I did today. I, na- I named five teachers in my speech today. <laughs> you're not just letting yourself down. You're letting this person, this person, this person, this person, and this person. He's all asleep by the time I'm talking to him. But I, it's a classic, like, do you know what? I'm not even mad. <laughs> and then you know what's coming. The kid completes the line for you. You're disappointed, eh? No. I'm uh, Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to... I love line of duty, don't get me wrong, but I do. it does make me laugh because I just think, you've got, to start your, you've got to start your science lesson in the afternoon. Something's happened at lunch. You get that nipped in the bud within yeah. two minutes. Get it. Uh, there, was a, there was a funny one today at dinner, actually. These two kids come up to me. One of them was going... He just hit me, and this other kid was going, because he kicked me first. And I said to each, I said to both of them, I said, you got two options here, fellas. Either you're both on the fence, or you shake hands, smile, and hug it out. And they looked at me, <laughs> then looked at each other, and they just gave each other just this massive embrace. And they ran off, just like, <laughs> arm in arm. I turned to this year six, and I went... Behaviour completed it. <laughs> like, and, and fist bump this year, six. Oh, that's but, um, funny. Yeah. I, had a, I had a thing the, the other day where... Um, oh, I can't remember what... So a, a child had said something and then done the complete opposite and I basically was trying to explain how that's hypocritical. Mm. I said, that's, you're being a hypocrite there. You can't say that and then go and do the exact opposite. Like, you can't say... To, I think there's something like... She got, she got upset because um, I, uh, she didn't get picked by a partner. And then I said, uh, or a partner picked someone else. And then when I said, oh, well, you can go with that person, she went, oh, I don't, I don't want to be with her. So I was like, we well, can't do that. That's hypocritical. You can't mm. say, you know. Um, but she got me back, like, and I wasn't even mad with this. I was just impressed. So she's just come out of the... Um, dinner hall after a lunch and she's just at the right end of the corridor and I'm walking through the, the, the other end of the corridor and I'm like I've got I've got my phone and these kids are running at me and I was like whoa whoa, whoa stop, stop what you're doing look where you're going as you're walking down the corridor and then I, I, I sort of grab my phone and I'm just checking a, a message and then I bump into a table and she just walks past and goes you hypocrite! Ooh, <laughs> I was like, what a bird! Wow! I mean, I was, I was just, I just was clapping. I was just like, Do you know what? Fair play. You can have three team points because you've learned something there. I tell you what, my school's Christmas dinner is unbelievable, just unreal, and uh, it's just the pigs in blankets. Yeah, three words that truly lights me up inside (laughs) and they were oh they're just because it's proper bacon it's like a proper piece of bacon wrapped around oh it's just i asked i asked a quiz question the other day i said what is the name of the famous christmas food where sausages are wrapped in bacon and this kid put bacon bacon (laughs) (laughs) and i just went that Unlucky, I do like it. And then someone put bacon blankets. Oh. And then this other kid was just like, bacon blankets? <laughs> and then I was thinking, I was saying, like, actually, though, you know, the bacon is the blanket. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, you know, fair yeah. So, um, but what was funny was uh, we've, had, we've had a child in school who's um, had some, uh, well, as we always say on the podcast, not always made 
the right the choices. Right decisions. And uh, I'm not going to go into what he's done, but it's been serious to the point where he's been um, suspended for the week. Uh, the head teachers had to sort of, there's been some serious issues, whatever it might be. But um, just before we have the Christmas dinner, the phone goes and the, and the, the <laughs> a business manager picks up the phone and it's the kid that's calling Greg. And let's say Greg, like, you know, you can t- he, likes, he likes his food. Um, uh, just want to check. I know I'm suspended. Hi, it's Greg, right? Um, I know I'm suspended and I'm not allowed to come into school, but is it okay if I come in for my Christmas dinner? <laughs> <laughs> so the thing cruel. was, the thing was, the next minute, his mum grabs the phone and goes, hello, hello, who is this? Who is this? Who are you on the phone to? And the school, uh, the business, uh, this is the business manager from Davian Primary, so his mum's not even known that he's gone <laughs> behind her back. Fair play, though, <laughs> working out the number and stuff. So that, I think that's just testament to how good our school dinners our school dinners are. And then, obviously, we uh, extend the break a little bit and we get a, a teacher quiz going. Um, we do our little secret Santas, which um, the less said about that, the better. And then uh, we do a quiz. So I was on a team with my head teacher, and obviously with a with a quiz, put your phones down. But my head was having none of it. He was wanting to just check a few answers. Anyway, won the quiz, but for all the answers that um, my head teacher gave. We're all wrong. <laughs> so we googled them, and they got the complete wrong answers. So someone came up to us afterwards, like, "You clearly were cheating." And I was like, "Well, my head teacher was looking on Google, but all the answers he gave us were completely wrong." Um, so then the afternoon, the afternoon, what we do after is we do this talent show, right? So in the build-up to it, every year group gets together and everyone auditions, and then you pick three acts. You pick three acts to. Um, to perform and so the afternoon they get up on the stage it's just I mean I absolutely love it I tend to I end up being the sort of the MC the Dermot O'Leary of the afternoon and uh, yeah the children absolutely love it but oh my this year I don't know what it was but they all like if they're working in a group as well they'll come up with their own little name so these year three boys come up these year three boys come up and they do um, Baby Shark they oh, do classic, so yeah. they stick that on and but it was great because everyone's doing it in the audience and then after every performance i'll get on the mic and i'll go right guys come and have a word with us so how long's the band been to get you know give it all like how long yeah, you been yeah. to, how long did it take to choreograph and i said with the baby shark and i went um so have you got a name for this band and this little kid from year year three who never says boo to a goose uh, the fact he was up there was was incredible i went so have you got a name for them and this kid just went yeah Shark sex. (laughs) (laughs) But he said it in front of the 300 kids in the school, not having a clue what it is. I don't know where he's got it from. I don't know why. Great name. (laughs) Great name. Instinctively, as he said it. So I pulled away as he said the X. So most, all the staff didn't realise what he said. They thought he said something like shark set or something like that. Yeah. And so I pulled it away and I went, um, sharks will do. 
the sharks will do like it's a mess side story. I thought you were gonna be like looking at the kids like sorry for anyone who took offence to what you just heard. Yeah, giving it one of them. But then there was another group that came up and I said and they did uh, Greatest Showman, they did a dance to one of the Greatest Showman songs, and at the end I said, So we've got to get what we've got a name for this and they went, Yeah, we're the greatest showgirls. And I was like, <laughs> Vegas or something like that and then there was another girl group called themselves Midnight Girls and I'm like where are they getting these names from oh, so um, so yeah and then and then what we end up doing is finishing with um, finishing with well I do a little video each year um, so uh, last year you might remember when I did the uh, my teaching's hot remember man's not hot I oh yeah that. but this year I've done something slightly different I don't have you seen this yet no. No, so you know the John Lewis, Elton John Christmas Yeah, advert? yeah, yeah. So I've made my own version of that, but linked to reading. Um, so I've posted it on my Facebook page. You're more than welcome to go and have a look. And I think it's just a really sort of positive and sentimental uh, video about promoting the love and pleasure of, of reading and it features one of my sons in there and he does brilliantly in it so that went down really well as well and um, <coughs> yeah but we just once school finished we were just like because the other thing as well is the first act from year three was this little girl and she got up a cappella, sang a song it was something like lost boy I don't know if you've heard this song, Lost, but it's something linked to Peter Pan anyway. Right. Um, I think she's still singing it now. <laughs> we were. It was that where I'm like, I, I went to clap about four times because she'd go, she'd go, and you are a lost boy. And I went, I'm like, ready to clap, and she'd go, <laughs> Captain Hook. <laughs> we, we were all like, you know when it goes to, and everyone's, oh, it was, it was hilarious. I've the got kids absolutely love it. They love it. Um, we had a kid come up and do his taekwondo stuff. That was quality. We had a few boys, couple, one on the ukulele, one on the um, guitar, and they, and then a few others singing. They did Shotgun by George Ezra. So we were joking about them being a new boy band. Um, what are they called, boy band sex? No, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're called uh, Misunderstood. That's good. <laughs> that was all That's right, good. yeah. Oh, what I know. When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Back to like the, the blind date um, It's funny you should mention it Because we talked about the, the legend OB before And yeah. you making loads of O's He's he's moved to Australia now, and the, the, I did get quite a few messages saying about on the last podcast how much people enjoyed hearing about Ob. Okay. And listen, he has got stories for days. I could I could do you know episodes just about him, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a tale. Yeah. About um, <laughs> what he was saying in, in, uh, about himself in Australia. So I said, you know, how's the love life, mate? Um, and he kind of was like. Not good, mate. Not really good. I've yeah, been on a bit of a lean streak, not really been doing anything. Um, and in fact, I'm just sick of all the online dating. He went, I had an absolute Tinder nightmare the other day. So I banged it on loudspeaker. I was with Kim and I was like, 
tell me everything <laughs> without leaving anything out. So this is this is the story of, of, right. of my boys. Obi's um, Tinder date. So he, he started off by saying, so I was speaking to this girl, we were having well, like really good banter and we were chatting loads and she was, you know, she looked really good in her pics. And he said, and, you know, I was stood there, I, was, I told her I'd meet her at this bar and then I get a tap on the back and she said, oh, is it Obi? And she looked nothing like the picture <laughs> and he just went oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter about the looks he was like because we were getting on really well and he went but did we ever get on really well <laughs> he went she basically was just telling me that she grew up on a farm and that everyone was vets and that she wanted to be a vet and then he was just like I was getting really bored <laughs> he was like I was just proper proper bored and I was like okay and he went so then he's like so then I thought, right, I'm just going to give her another chance. So we went and ate a Cantonese meal. I went, okay. And he went, and then this is where it got really weird. I went, all right. He went, we sat down, and she just randomly came out with, um, I need to tell you about the time that uh, I helped my dad. And he went, he said he was like a few beers deep. He was just kind of a bit like, okay. And she went, yeah, I helped him deliver piglets. And he was like, <laughs> she's like, right? He said, yeah, so my, she, this was her. So she, she, said, she was saying like, yeah, my dad was saying that this pig was in labour for four days and it was low, it was really in pain. And um, he was trying to help get these piglets out and he couldn't get it out because he couldn't actually get his hand in the, in the pig vagina. <laughs> and then OB was like, Right? <laughs> and then, so she was like, I was like nine at the time. So <laughs> she said, she said, so he said, come over here and help. So I ended up getting my hand in. And actually, um, aesthetically, a piglet vagina is very similar to a human vagina. <laughs> and then at this point, OB said to me on the phone, he went, I was bloody halfway through my char soon pork. <laughs> right. And then she said, so I got my thin arm in and I pulled out a leg. And he was going, what? And then, she went, and then I pulled out another trotter and he was going, what? And she was like, yeah, they were decomposing piglets. The smell was awful. Oh, what? So OB was just like, right? And he went, yeah, um, it, was just, it was just really, really weird. So have you ever done anything like that? And he just said, he was just eating his pork. <laughs> Right, and he just said like he was just looking at her, and he, he just kind of went. I think I'm gonna wear. Uh, I think I'm gonna cut. Not near, knock it on the head tonight. But it's just the fact that I mean, you're on a date. I mean, you're talking about he's he's in the middle of eating pork, and she's telling this absolutely horrific tale. Uh, which he, he said he said the story lasted. Like twenty minutes, <laughs> she was going through so much detail. I I work with a lad called Glenn Top Boy. Top Boy works for a, like a team building company. Yeah, and um, he's absolutely he's a class guy. But he comes in, he gets school dinner, and I always know what's been on the menu for dessert after looking at him when he comes out on the playground. He comes out, and if he's looking at the floor, I'll look at him and he'll go fruit pot. <laughs> and then like today for example he walked out this massive Cheshire Cat grin and I looked at him I went cake and custard and he went 
Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely loves it. But, you know, just staying on this guy for a minute because someone came to me the other day and it's so funny now. Like I said, he's a top bloke, top, top lad. I've got really good friends with him. And when he's with the children, because he's working with, like, team building and team bonding, he's just like... He, you know, he says team an awful lot. He goes, hey, team. Okay, team, what are we going to do? Mega, mega team. <laughs> like this. One time I stood there in one of his lessons with a, a uh, what do they call Post-it it? Post-it note. Post-it note. And he said team 84 times. <laughs> and I said to him, you said team 84 times. He went, what? He went, no, I didn't. I went, yeah, he did. And he went, when, when did he do that? I said, when you were splitting him into teams, you said, red team, blue team, red team, blue team. And he was going, you can't count that. I was like, oh, I can. So um, he's absolutely quality. So it was Aspirations Day. It was Aspirations Day. And someone had cancelled and uh, Glenn was in. So he got basically got out. He'd been in the army, you see. Yeah. He'd done a long stint in the army. Um and he, uh, he, he said to him, is there any chance we could get all the key stage two in the assembly? Could you go home tonight and just plan a little bit of a inspiring word about maybe the army and what it did for you and all this? He was proper nervous. Yeah. He was saying to me, like, I don't know, you know, I don't know. And I was like, mate, you'll be fine. Just, just literally bang a video on, speak to the crowd, and everyone will love it. So it's game day. Everyone's in there. Now this, this was one of the funniest things that happened to me last year. So he goes, and he stood up at the front and he's like, okay, guys, okay. So I've been in the army and it was mega team. It was unbelievable. I had some of the greatest times. Uh, and if you want to be in one of the best teams, you want to be in the army team. And I was, and I was thinking to myself, fair play. And he goes, Okay, guys, I'm going to show you a video now, and this is mega. This is something. This is something that I did. It's totally cool. And he was like, "We jumped in these freezing cold waters, and we did this." So I'm just going to put this video on now. Right, he put this video on. It's just a video of all these army lads jumping in these freezing cold waters. And he stood there, and he's got this massive smile on his face, giving me the thumbs up. I'm giving him the thumbs. Hey, doing all right, here, pal. Keep it up. All the kids are watching this video, and they're all going, "Ooh, all these army lads." And then he's, he's looking at, he's just looking around, just absolutely loving it. And then one army lad just <laughs> right towards the end of the video, he just goes to the camera, he goes, "It's freezing!" <laughs> right. So then all the kids were just like, "Oh!" And then I was just like. Oh my god! Glenn oh. went bright red. Turn the video on. And at the end of it, I was just like, <laughs> I went, Glenn, did you did you check the video? He went, oh, he went, I watched like it was like a three and a half minute video. I watched like three minutes fifteen seconds, team. And I was just like, oh. But then the best bit was, I went and I went and um, went back over, and I was still cry laughing. And my head teacher said to me. Uh, what are you laughing at? And I told her, because she, she's brilliant sense of humour. So I said, oh, let's, let's have him. Let's play a joke on him. Yeah. So we had all the staff in on it, <laughs> and we said to Glenn, uh, we just said the head wants to see you. And uh, so he was just like, oh, what, what about? And I was just like, no idea, mate. So he goes in, and then the head teacher sat there, and she goes, um, what's this I hear about this assembly, Glenn? <laughs> and we're all outside the door, and he's going, <laughs> he's proper like... I swear, it, 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 I didn't mean to, I promise. And then literally, 
we opened the door and all the staff are there and he was just like oh it was just oh, honestly one of the best one of the best but oh, it's just brilliant. I love it I love it which which Game of Thrones character do you think would make a really good teacher because um, there's some I think that would make terrible teachers oh obviously yeah I think you Tyrion know. would be a good teacher yeah I thought that I thought he was like, going to be my I one. think he'd be a good literacy teacher he's quite uh, articulate it's hard to articulate yeah good yeah he's quite good I mean you wouldn't have like um, what's he called that Tormund guy the big the one who just goes off on top stories the one who's talking about being uh, suckled oh yeah, <laughs> yeah giant yeah here's one for you someone said someone said to a teacher today What's the opposite of evacuate? Uh, Here's where I pop in, and I just went, stay. <laughs> you went, what? And I went, evacuate is you leave. The opposite of leave is stay. <laughs> what did he say? They accepted it and moved on. Yeah. Uh, they, they, oh, it? so it wasn't even that he no, knew there, the there, answer. There was another... There was another it, evacuate, it was... It, there was there was an answer to it. It's uh, you know it doesn't sound good. This the fact that we don't know, but it's it's um, go on find it out. Uh, it's like evacuate or no, it's not going to be evacuate, is it? Don't know. Uh, um, come on, remain. Stay. <laughs> Stays there. Stays there, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Boom, I'll take enter. that. Enter. Evacuate, enter. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose right. so. Yeah, I'll have a bit of that. Right, so... Um, Sorry, random little... Go on, then. Who, who else would be a good... Who else would be a good um, teacher? I think Cersei would be a, a good teacher. Disciplinarian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You wouldn't want to get sent to her. Yeah, she's had some brilliant lines that link to teacher. I put a video on my Facebook page, which is like... Game, teacher life told through Game of Thrones and she's on it loads there's one where I think like in the first series or a couple of series where she's like um, I don't want you in my presence so what I want you to do is leave my presence uh, yeah <laughs> she'd be good um, I tell you it's disappointing though right uh, Arya I'd have her as a teacher oh yeah definitely yeah. she's knowledgeable um, what about Nedard Stark <laughs> get your books and pens out you bastards <laughs> <laughs> um, Jon Snow would be awful yeah he'd just be like I know nothing yeah <laughs> sir what does, what's one one and one I don't know I need to get back to the wall <laughs> yeah, just sir you know nothing I know I've been told it many a time but you just spend <laughs> every break time on the wall yeah, yeah. I'm guarding the wall <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be on the trim trail, sir. No. I, I've made the a pledge. Of... <laughs> I've made a pledge to the wall. <laughs> the dead are coming. Yeah. 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 Uh, Night King. The dinner being... ladies are coming. <laughs> Night King being an Ofsted inspector. <laughs> yeah. They're coming. We've had the call. Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> that was a good one, that, yeah. But it... They'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for the long night. Yeah. Long night. Make make the weapons, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> uh, yeah, he'd be good, he'd be funny. Do that one. Right. No, he's, he's, he's going on about the John Snow thing. We're just saying when when John Snow's out for break duty, he goes... 
He goes, my watch is all back. Right. Um, what I know. Right. We're on oh, the home. Right. I've, it. I've got, a, I've got a couple. Right. First of all, I think I know this week has got to be. Sweets, three Ooh, choices each. Yeah. Retro sweets. Are you going first? Um, go on then. Winner. I'll winner. go first. Right. I will go first. Right, and I'm going to go for um, a sweet, kind of very much similar to an aniseed ball. They pretty much were an aniseed ball. Yeah, they, but were. they were. They were quite hot, and they were called atomic fireballs. You used to yeah. come in like a yellow box. Is it fireballs or fire blasts? Oh. Good question. Let me just let me just Google it. Atomic fire. Uh, Jody PE teacher. Whenever he used to struggle remembering anything, he used to go Google it. <laughs> he used to go. Yeah, I don't do it a favor. Google it. Yeah, fireballs, fireballs. Yeah, you're right. Atomic fireballs. Yes. So um, they were they they were very, very they, they were they were hot. They they used to kind of. You know, they did They did uh, burn your mouth. Oh, no, it was atomic fire blasts. Oh, were they? It was atomic fire blasts. I think you could get blasts. both, weren't they? But if you're thinking that one. Yeah, but atomic fire blasts, red little balls. They were boiling hot, but... Oh, yeah, they, I mean, not really much you can say about them. Apart from they were classic to just pop inside your blazer. Uh, you know, when you'd get a little bit of a jog on, you'd get the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. But, you know... You know, it couldn't really make that noise if you were at all the box. Right, my first choice then, I'm going for Frosties. Not the cereal, but the old sweets. They used to come in like a packet and they were like uh, sugar-coated, almost like cola cubes, but they weren't cubes, they were circular. Mm. Frosties. Oh, come on, they were... I, I actually don't remember them, but they sound great. Saying... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you used to say, like, what you what you eat in Frosties. What, the cereal? Nah. Yeah. Do you want some milk, brother? Yeah, yeah, no, so, I, yeah. I'm going Frosties. Genuinely, I do not remember them at all. Uh, I'm going to take your Frosties, which no one's ever heard of, and I'm going to um, throw at you the double dab. Oh... The double dab. So you used to get the most honest of sticks in the yeah. middle. Now, then sticks were... They were the same sort of, like, um, whatever, what do you call them? Like, there was the same thing of those... The dip Those dab. lollies. Those lollies, you know, the lollies that you'd used to get? Like, swi- swizzle stick, they're called. Are they? Yeah. But you used to get, like, an orange and cherry flavour fizzy dip. But I used to... Now, I know what you were supposed to do. You were supposed to lick the stick, dip it in your sherbet, yeah, and then yeah. just do it that way. Not this guy. I was far too impatient for that noise. <laughs> so I used to just open it, eat my stick, just shove my stick in, get it out of there. <laughs> then people would be thinking, my God, you madman. What are you going to do with your two, your two pockets of sherbet? This is what you do, son. You, you know, you only open one. Yeah. And you just, you know... Pour it in your mouth. I mean, it, it used to be, yeah, it used to be, you know, 
I mean, God, no wonder I was bouncing off the walls. No wonder I struggled with my concentration <laughs> in school. Because then, but then there was always that time where if you if you tore the top off to get the stick out, and you might have accidentally overshot it. Yeah. So as you've poured the orange sherbet in your mouth, out of nowhere the cherry sherbet's made its way to your <laughs> eye, and you've gone from having your stick in dreamland to then going to the tap and washing your, your cherry sherbet uh, out your eye. I have to say, though, it's one of those sweets that you could never share. If you no, ate it properly, you're like not having, you're not having human, anyone. Not like you're you. not having anyone licking your exactly. stick and then dipping it in. <laughs> <laughs> unless you know, unless, <laughs> unless you. Yeah. What a line! Oh, unless, yes. oh that was brilliant. That <laughs> unless I was going to say unless unless you were the girlfriend through five and six, but that makes it sound even worse, doesn't it? Um, so yeah. You can't write that stuff. Oh, brilliant. Right, I'll go at my second choice, right? Are those, um, do you know the little candy sticks? The little white candy sticks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used to come in little boxes and they used to, I think they That's used to have like a... That's box, weren't they? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, probably not even that, but they used to have like, I think they used to have like Spider-Man on the front. Yeah, probably yeah, used yeah. To get all, um, candy sticks, yeah. yeah. They weren't even that nice. I didn't even like them that much. But what you could do with them... Is in between your front two you fingers. Can spark one up. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it in your mouth, and you can just pretend like you were the coolest cat in the yeah, school. Absolutely. At those school discos, you were handing them out to the boys, <laughs> and you were flicking up your collar yeah. like you were Danny Zuko in Greece. Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> and just absolutely give it. You know. I, I, uh, do you ever remember though that they used to actually? You know, I think they caught on, so they must have thought at the time like, oh, kids love. Fake cigs. Yeah, yeah. So they sold them them chocolate yeah, ones they were actually with, like, sugar paper. Yeah, I remember so that as well. Eat. I used to love them, though. Yeah. But this is the thing. Smoking's changed so much now. Like, my kids don't ever see anyone smoke. You never see yeah, it. Yeah, you rarely see it. I think it's dying, nice, dying of death, it? which is a great thing. Yeah. Um, you know, because back in... Again, this... A good thing about nowadays is that you can't smoke indoors, like, in a pub or a club... And I remember the first few years of going out. I think that was banned. I think they banned it like early two thousands, didn't they? And no, I went. They banned I, it. I, it was when I just started going out. They banned it because I remember being in. Oh no, they banned I it. I remember in being in Fifth Island Ave. before that. Yeah, I remember being in Fifth Avenue and someone lighting up a ciggy in Fifth Avenue. I was just a bit like, whoa. Yeah, but I remember we went to Ireland for I think it must have been two thousand three four, and they'd already banned it there. And I was just amazed when I woke up the next morning and my clothes just didn't stink, stink yeah. of smoke. But anyway, my kids got some of these candy sticks the other week in like a party bag or something like that. And I was like, oh, I love them. And, and they didn't have a clue what to do with them. They just ate them, did they? <laughs> losers. <laughs> losers. I was like that, 33 years old, you, sticking yeah. it in the mouth. Like, like, you were just like, what, what are you doing, Tony? You can have one. You can have one in your thumb and your finger and you suck it deep. <laughs> Get that in your lungs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, right. Uh, well, your gonna, third choice. I'm going to finish with something that's still around nowadays, but you know, you had you had the classic bars, the fruit salad bars, and things like that. But I am I am going for one of your old trusties, and it is the Wham Bar. Yeah. 
wake me up before you go go <laughs> a wham because they were do you know what I used to love like the tanginess the stickiness then the little bits that were in it I tell you what's a downside to a wham bar is if it ever used to get hot and it just used to like oh, flop over it used to do a Leroy <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. It used to turn off, didn't it? It used to be really turned off by you and just be like, no. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. If it was in your bag or your blazer too long and then the wrapper was stuck to it and you were kind of pulling, like, the, yeah. the juice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have to say. But when you had, like, a solid one, even when you, you could snap it, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Stop laughing at everything. You're such an immature. You're there smoking your kids' candy sticks, and then now you're just like hard one. Um, sorry about this, listeners. Honestly, he really just needs to grow up. Uh, but yeah, so you know what? They, they were the uh, they were the bar. They were the bar. I've set the bar higher there. Right. I'm going to go with... What? <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, um, Love Hearts as my last one. Right, Love Hearts. Again. You're just a soppy guy. <laughs> How can you go for Love Hearts without just going for what? <laughs> <laughs> So, you're at the school disco with the boys. <laughs> you've just finished your you've just finished your deck of candy sticks. <laughs> you sang Grease Lightning, and then <laughs> you walked on the courage after you've sucked twenty candy sticks down. <laughs> you've, had your, you've had your panda pop, and then you, you get your love heart, and it says whatever it says, kiss me or whatever. And you send it off. You, you never give it to one. the girl yourself. See, I, I went for different techies. That's where we differ. You'd go up to the girl, give them a love heart, and it'd be all lovey-dovey. I'd walk over, give them a bar, and just go, What? And But here's the other thing about love hearts is, again, my daughter came home with something the other day, and they're writing all sorts of nasty stuff. Well, not like, even love. Text me. I think text me was one, but I think one was just like... Um, Hugs. So mm. no. You want it to deliver a message. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, kiss me. <laughs> yeah, all right, Luke. All right, God. I bet you used to hunt for other people's packs. Anyone got to kiss me? Yeah. Can I trade this hug me in? Uh, oh, love hearts, eh? I think we had love hearts as our favours at the wedding. I think you did, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, you know, we've got numerous characters haven't we that we've we've mentioned in other episodes and um i'm gonna bring one back and i, I can hear the people shouting oh i hope it's a geordie pe teacher how weird no it isn't <laughs> maybe someone else is saying oh it's got to be cottony john no nah, not today john. <laughs> not today today i'm bringing back the man that myth the legend <clears throat> david <laughs> Now, for those people who want a little bit of refreshing about uh, David, he was the boy who told a white lie all five or ten a day, and uh, he ended up telling us that he had a donkey in his back garden yeah. uh, to get himself off the football team. That was in, I think, one of the early episodes. If you've not listened, make sure you go and listen to it, because it's one of, the, one of the best stories. So, basically, um, this David had a, had a, decided to have a YouTube channel. 
So some of the kids were saying to me, have you seen David's YouTube channel? And I said, no, no. And he said, put it on. It was in golden time. Put it on. I said to David, I said, David, you want to watch one of your videos? Are they, are they you know, are they appropriate. sensible, appropriate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quality, yeah. <laughs> and he was loving it. I was thinking, go on, what are you, what are you doing here then, lad? So I put David's videos on. And the first one was called Deepest Secrets. <laughs> right. and I, like, again, I just didn't really know what was going on. So one of, the video starts playing, and it's just him holding the camera to himself, and he's going, yeah, so I'm going to tell you my deepest secrets now. And I was thinking, he must be having a laugh. Cause he's yeah, like, he must be joking. He's like, there's a girl in my class called Vicky, and I just want to tell her I like you. <laughs> right? And I thought, I can't believe he's putting this on. And he's going, declaring his and love. And he's going, anyway, if you read this, that was it. That was the video. It was... Vicky, I like you. And then straight after it was, and if you really like this video, please <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> so I was laughing my head off, and I was thinking, and but he was laughing, and there was only a few of us in there, and it was funny. And uh, anyway, cut along. So, so him and this Vicky, she started getting a little bit kind of, because the kids were saying, oh, Vicky, David yeah. likes you, and, you know, classic primary school. Not like me. I had a solid two-year relationship through five and six. <laughs> Couldn't make it through the change in seven. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure people have gone through similar heartache. Um, but so so David ended up, um, yeah, just, just being a little bit too um, upbeat about trying to show Vicky how he felt. Yeah. So I thought I had a really good relationship with him. So I thought, right. I'm going to, you know, yeah. bit of man-to-man, bit, bit of uh, male role model time, I thought. Yeah. David, let's let's go for a chat. So I let him help me sell the football outside before break, and I said to him, listen, I know, you know, I don't really want to be talking about relationships in school. It's not the right time, but if you just want a word of advice, stop being so OTT. You know, just, just act a bit cooler. You know, just be nice about it, but just, just be cool. cool. Like, don't be too... You're kind of up for it all the time and, and desperate to sit next to her and talk to her and stuff. And he was going, give her a space. He was going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, he's got it. <laughs> he has got it. <laughs> Go back into class after break, right? And he sat there. And Vicky, lovely girl she was as well. Vicky said, um, David, can I, can I borrow your whiteboard pen? And he went, sure. <laughs> Move away from me. <laughs> I stood at the back like... What is he doing? I said, what is he doing? I said, I love him. And then he looked at me and gave me a nod. Like, cheers, cheers for the advice. I thought, you've, you've just got up in flames. That's it. You've done that. Um, and I'll tell you what, honestly, I have, I have the fondest memories of that lad. And, and to be honest, Vicky took it in great, in great spirit. And she, <laughs> she was laughing her head off because she, she kind of sat down and she was with it. She, she knew what was going down. She looked at him, look at me. Then she looked at me and I had my head in my hands. And she was just thinking like, she must have just been thinking like, what is he doing? You know, David's like giving it the guns and the bang, woo, I'm back. Like Mr. Pete's I'm playing cool. I thought, he could have just been like, just gave her the whiteboard pen with no chat. You know, that's yeah, what I was talking yeah. about. Like, 
There you go, Vicky. No worries. Yeah, yeah. But he said, he, you know, shut up. He said, absolutely. So that's uh, it now. I mean, in our school, that, that was a long time so, ago, but in our school now, chats and relationships and who likes who, who fancies who, that's a strict no-no for me. I bet you were like, after that talk, you thought you were Will Smith in Hitch. You're like, I could do this as yeah, a career. Yeah. I, I said to David, I said, listen, every girl wants to be swept on her feet, just needs the right broom. You know, David just like, what's a broom? Like, listen, David, don't worry about it. Pal. You just be cool. Just play cool. So I'm just thinking, like, he's listening to me, like, right, Mr. Parkinson said, play it cool. I'm going to tell her to shut her mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you doing, lad? But, um, no, great, great, great kids. And uh, I heard, I actually heard that the both of them are doing really, really well in the in the respective high schools. So it's Happy all days. it's all a good laugh. And I'm sure when they look back, David will still regret it. <laughs> what was he doing? But, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. You're more likely sharing too much about CDPR. CDPR. Whatever, whatever that acronym is that you always go on about. What is uh, it? Acronyms are funny though, aren't they? What What was it? Uh, GDPR. GDPR. What did yeah. I say? CDPR. CDPR. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right as well, doesn't it? Yeah. I tell you what though, we're weird teachers because we love an acronym, don't we? Everyone does. No, no, not everyone. Like it's, schools especially are just. Just mad on acronyms. Do you know what I find bad about ad- acronyms? Is I nod along to so many that I have no idea what they mean. <laughs> you know, they go like... Well, go on and I'll put it to test, S-E-N. Uh, special educational needs. Yeah, okay. Um, what else is there? I can't... Oh, my mind's gone blank now. Blank oh, now. do you love acronyms, mate? <laughs> oh, where are your acronyms going? Get your acronyms out for the lads! <laughs> um, uh, no, but like, MFL, you know, MFL. MFL. Modern foreign language. Yeah, well hey, done. I'll tell you what, crucial. I like working A-P-P. them APP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> that was <laughs> APP. Um, oh, APP. Articulate? <laughs> no. Um, go on. Assessing pupil's progress. Is that one? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of this one now? We've got a few displays where it's assessment, reflection, systematic evaluation time. You lost me at... APP Go on, work it out, work it out. What is it? Assessment, reflection, systematic evaluation time. Is that actually up? (laughs) My (laughs) Irish. No, it's just ours. Oh, God. Does Uh, your school have kinesthetic numeracy observation books? God almighty, you're absolutely (laughs) killing me here. Literally, I'm losing the plot. No, but you know, like, people will be like, you know, I can't remember some of the stuff that, that, you know, they say, there was one that they were in my school all the time. Is it PIP? Oh, I don't know. Pip, pep, pip, pup, pip. I don't know. Summer. And, and I was just kind of like nodding along like, yeah, totally, yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, I have no idea what I mean. And then I'm sure a girl, I said to, said to a girl, where did you get that from? She said ASOS. I said, what does that mean? ASOS? Yeah. That's ASOS. the website where you yeah, get clothes. You know, but I thought it was like, you know, a, a seriously overwhelming supply I don't know uh, but we do love it I mean we're suckers for it teachers we, if we can make something into if you can take the first letter of a random group of words and make a new word you hoodwink any teacher some of the stuff garbage I see on Twitter where it's like let's take the first letter of a few words and it makes the name of an animal and everyone's like oh this is amazing it's not it's service level garbage but it just makes a nice display we're so, uh, did you work that one out by the way kinesthetic numeracy observation books Can. <laughs> do you mean work it out? What's the acronym? 
I, I can't you take Kinesthetic it? numeracy observation books. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get <laughs> Imagine it children getting knobs out, getting knobs out. <laughs> Someone told me one the other day slaps, senior leadership, action plans. Can I give you a slap? <laughs> you got your slap? <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. Uh, that, that could be a random thing. You only see just flipping non-stuck acronyms. Acronym. Yeah, non stuck. If you've got a funny acronym, again, get it shared. Or if you've just got one that someone, uh, yeah, I'm sure it could make some funny ones. S I T U. Share it to us. <laughs> yeah. So, talking of thinking of tea, did you hear the news this week that Jamie Oliver's restaurants are going in, into administration? I did, I did. And, and I'd like to think that this podcast <laughs> may well have helped. Well, it's, it's funny, actually. I mean, you know, I didn't hear the news of Jamie Oliver's restaurants going under, but um, I, was, I was sent so many things <laughs> on, like, Facebook and on WhatsApp and all that, just about, like, justice for the Twizzler and <laughs> karma. That's karma for Turkey Twizzlers. Like. 90s kids remember. And the, the thing is, it's like, you know... Maybe maybe I'm just being a little bit, um, you know, arrogant, but I don't remember hearing about Turkey Twizzlers that much before the podcast came out. And, you know, there's been a little bit of love for it, and suddenly now it's everywhere, and there's talk of it coming back. I mean, there's, there's yeah. a big, big push for it coming back, and all I say is, you know, if you can bring back, like, classic shows that they've been doing, Gilmore Girls, yeah, what else have they brought back? Uh, I don't they know. brought back Prison Break, didn't they? After For years, a season, yeah. You know, why not bring back Bernard Matthews? Needs to pull his finger out. And, and would you? Here's one. Then would you accept a vegan Twizzler if it made a comeback? <laughs> like the vegan sausage roll? That, that, or are you going to pierce Morgan it and just? Um, do, I have zero problem with with vegans and their beliefs and and. and <laughs> it's not a religion. It's... But they're, you know, their their right to to do what they want. But no. That there's a negative on the vegan Twizzler. <laughs> it's a uh, you know if they wanted to they could you know bring out two 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 different things like you know turkey Twizzler vegan Twizzler but you know I'd be firmly sticking with it. It I, I, the thought of it brings a smile to my face because I always remember that little kind of cartoon guy on the front of the packets, and I just think to myself if I ever walk through Iceland and I see it again. I'm going to think that I had something to do with it. <laughs> but let's all just hope. Let's push it. But now, you know, Jamie Oliver's... I, I, and the funny thing is, he, he, you know, he's Italian and I was reading today that he was overpriced and that he was, wasn't great food. He could have bought a multi-pack of Twizzlers if he wouldn't have gotten ran out of town. Yeah. Multi-pack of Twizzlers. Done some Twizzler pasta. Done yeah. some Twizzler tortellini. Yeah. Well, didn't he open a, a breakfast bar and it was something like 12 quid for beans on toast or something oh, like that? I don't know, but it's not me that. I mean, you can you can literally go and get... I always think this, you can go and get like a Spoon's breakfast. Yeah, not be on Saturday just, morning, it's just right? a huge, massive breakfast. Not, not the, necessarily the greatest quality. Yeah, but you know but what you get. But it does the absolute job, doesn't it? And my story isn't actually anything about when I was a teacher. This is actually my, one of the fir- my first day at primary school, but not the first. So when I started at one primary school, then when I got to, I think it was just at the start of year four, I, we, we moved to another. I don't know why it was. I need to speak to my mum about that, actually. Why? Because there seemed to be this mass exodus of the school that we were at initially. And actually now it's quite a good school, but I don't yeah. know what it was back then, but I was in year yeah, four. Yeah, but well, you're all missing the main point here. What? If we hadn't have moved, we'd have never met 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've not even got anything to say about the myth uh, today, today, but, you know, he's got a mention on the first uh, episode of season two, so... Yeah, he's got a good Big up Tyrrell. So, so, yeah, so we... I, I left just at the beginning of year four, then Ryan must have been year two, and then you would have been reception. So you had that, like, you, you were at Monica. Yeah, I had my full time. Yeah, there, yeah. so... Um, so basically, when I went into to my new school to meet my new teacher, who was um... Mr. Martin, yeah, <laughs> yeah who we talked about, he was, uh, his pants fell down around us, <laughs> <laughs> scarred many a child. <laughs> yeah, well, this is going to give you even more, <laughs> right? So, uh, as I was in his class, I was he was my year four teacher, <clears throat> and on the first day, I went in with me mum. And I was quite, believe it or not, quite shy because I, I was at that age. I think it's quite an awkward age to move schools because I hadn't like my best mates. At, at... You had all your mates. Um... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had all mates and that. <clears throat> anyway, so Miss uh, Massini, I said, uh, so uh, Lee, what 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 sort of things do you like? Do you do you like football? And I was like, yeah. Now my mum cuts in at this point and goes, yeah, he's, he he really likes Elvis. Right, now, just to let you guys... When I was about seven, eight, nine, I was very much <laughs> <Ten>. into... <laughs> 11. 11, 21, 22. I was very much into Elvis, uh, mainly down to the fact that um, my dad's brother used to do impressions of Elvis. And I, I saw that and I thought, fancy a bit of that. So for Christmas, I got my grandma to make me an Elvis costume that had all the diamonds on and that sort of thing. And then it became this sort of family um, tradition that any party, any wedding, any christening, anything that happened that the whole family were gathered at, I'd get up halfway through and do uh, a routine, do a little performance as Elvis. Oh, the I old remember. repertoire would include hits such as Teddy Bear and Blue Suede Shoes. And oh, so... And, uh... You're the devil in this <laughs> No, I never did that. Was, that was our uncle. <laughs> I remember man. it was, uh, I remember it was something like, my, must have been my, I don't know, 10th birthday. And it was like, do you want uh, your brother and uncle to perform at your birthday? I went, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing was, that's where I decided to hang up the old suit of Elvis when I was asked to do the, I think it was Jenny's, Jenny's confirmation or Christmas oh, or something. Yeah. And we had to, uh, but you'd grown, out, you'd grown out of your suit a little bit, hadn't you? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't like 15 or anything. It wasn't that, it was... The beard, what, Elvis what? never had a full beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was me, uh, my uncle kept asking me to go and practice, like, because he took it really seriously. So I had to, like, give up my weekends to go and practice with him, and I was like... I don't need this practice. I can do it on my own, so... Did you leave and go, Elvis has left the building! <laughs> it's a creative differences. Well, yeah. I, Elvis has left the building! <laughs> yeah. So anyway, in the midst of, of, of that, I started this new school, and that's what my mum decided to tell my teacher that I'm really into. So imagine this as a as an eight-year-old lad starting a new school... That on the first day, that teacher said, bring in your costume uh, and you can sort of show it to the class, sort of show and tell. And so halfway through, but it's your first day, like you're making for it. I look back on it now and I think, how was I not bullied to the point of, yeah. No return. No return. So he went, right, we're going we're gonna to finish the day with, with our new uh, student leads, going to share something that he's really interested in. So I had to go into little toilets, take off my, school, my brand new spanking bright red school uniform, put the old 
clobber on. And then he made me stand on a table in class in front of the whole of year four because it was a two-form entry. So he'd invited the next class. And I had to perform an acoustic version of Blue Sage Hughes, right, to which he obviously loved. Marciniak was up it. He was just, he couldn't get over it. What he then made me do off the back of that was then go round to every other class in the whole school, stand on a table and perform. So I had to then go to, like, I didn't mind year three, year two as much, but when you're going to year six as a year four kid, wearing this... Uh, Elvis outfit that your grandma had put together for, for Christmas and then sort of intro- here's a new kid and he's going to sing Blue Suede Shoes yeah and you had me and Ryan in class <laughs> hey is, uh, isn't that your brother <laughs> no I've never seen him mate <laughs> the best on, on, the, on the back of that was at the Halloween disco um, the, the, Mr. M- the other thing about Mr Marciniak he, he was the DJ. Oh, he was the, the resident DJ. He was the DJ. So he thought it'd be quite interesting to do a Halloween themed where Elvis actually rose from the dead. So we were going to put on this little scene where I, w- I would rise from the dead and I'd go into a performance and then that would start the whole night. So in the costume, <laughs> I just didn't have a choice. It was like, uh, yeah, anyway. I think it's helped me a lot. I think I've done... Confidence-wise. Yeah, you've done well, confidence-wise. If you can get through that, I can get through most things. So, you know, that probably set me... Yeah, that's probably helped me with what I do now where I might be standing in front of a room of 150 teachers and, and, and talking. Just don't ask me to do an Elvis impression. So I started with that... Um, uh, oh, what was it? The Space 2001, A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that, and I had to act. And what... My mum had done, just to make sure it's uh, it fits in with the theme, she'd then gone to the length of um, stitching cobwebs onto the Elvis outfit with little spiders <laughs> on, just to ensure that everyone knew that I was, you know, rising from the dead. But the, here's, here's the problem. I got up to... And it had been a few months because off, off the back of that, I didn't really carry on with the Elvis stuff. I thought, you know, I don't need this. I don't need to be known as as Elvis. That's not what I'm going for. Hearts were broken yeah. around the school. But I thought, one last night, Halloween disco, I'll bring it back. So I did this big performance, like five minutes. How long is that song, by the way, The Space Odyssey? It's about eight <laughs> minutes. So, so I'm like trying to go... And then he brings on the song. I could not remember the lyrics to save me. Like, I just, I just crumbled. I just absolutely crumbled. And I was like, um... I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> a true Halloween disaster. Oh, it was the stuff of nightmares. And then Melsiniak eased in by going, well, he has been dead for 25 years. <laughs> Classic we'll give him off. We'll let him off. And, uh, he so got I you went, out of a hole there, Melsiniak. <laughs> yeah. So then I you know, went down to the side, grabbed myself a can of Tizer, and there was, uh, there was just one saving grace in that Tyrrell actually put his arm around me and he said, uh, you know, Took a lot of stone. I don't think Give he said that. <laughs> Give it up. Give it up, Parkinson. But he actually, he, he sort of went, you know, you were brave getting up there, well done, and yeah. Yeah. So that was the and why is your brother doing that hand gesture around the corner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was my story for the week. Um, and as always, we keep uh, asking for your stories, and we're very thankful, and we'll try and share as many as possible. But I did put something out earlier asking if you've got any sort of back-to-school stories, and this one really tickled me. So uh, I'll just read it to you. When I joined my current school last September, I went in over the summer to set up my classroom and brought in the uh, cavalry. 
uh, my mum. She was heading home, so I went to show her the way out. I didn't have any shoes on. I just had my phone in my hand. The door shut behind me, and what with it being a new build requires a fob, which was in my classroom for everything. I was locked out with no belongings and no shoes on, (laughs) no one else in school, and I had no one's number. Can you imagine that? I'm not going to tell her what she did, tell what did, but can you imagine that? Like, thanks for your help, Mum. Mum, cheers. You really helped me there. Duke. Oh, oh, man. I can't even imagine. What? Because you can't, you can't phone, if you've not got anyone's number, what would you do? I mean, you're not even, you've not even introduced yourself to get on social media with them. Yeah. So anyway. Not uh, starting the, start in the staff room. Yeah. 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 Eventually, I climbed on a bin and jumped the fence to go in the back door of my classroom. Hope they never watch it back on CCTV. Hashtag great first impression. Hashtag didn't sack me. That was quite a good story. That was a nice one. I thought you were going to say she smashed through the window (laughs) and got the sack. (laughs) Shortest term ever. Yeah. You had to do an entrance exam to get into our old school, St. Ambrose. So you do an entrance exam, and then if if you kind of did all right in that, you'd get put forward for the interview, wouldn't you? Yeah. So you'd have your interview, and then it would be like, right, is he, is he St. Ambrose standard? What's he going to bring to school, et cetera, et cetera? At the same time, you'd do your 11 plus. If you pass your 11 plus, you got a bus pass. Yeah. So obviously you, being the oldest, stepped yeah. up, you know, yeah. straight out the bat, uh, passed your 11 plus, passed your entrance exam, did well in your interview, in. Yeah. Stone cold, in. Yeah. You know, Ryan, two years down the line, he steps forward, Passes his 11 plus, yeah. passes his entrance exam, gets brother points, because that was a thing. If yeah, you had a brother there, you, more, you know, yeah. you, you, you'd get an extra few points added onto yeah. your tally. Ryan, boom, welcome to Ambrose, you're in. <laughs> and then there was the, the point where my mum and dad, uh, they must have took a, a you know, a, a payday loan out and got some tutors, because I remember being in a lot of tutoring sessions. They always stank of coffee, like, really bad, just throwing it out there. And um, so I stepped up straight out of the bat, boom, failed my 11 plus. <laughs> so, you know, whatever it was, it was going to be an expensive bus route. Yeah. And um, went for my entrance exam, and... You know, did okay. Had two brothers there, up my points. Yeah. So it was it was interview time. So just name on the paper got you in. So it was name on the paper was huge. <laughs> you know, the name two brothers. So you know, I got the interview, and and I remember, I always remember my mum and dad. Now, now let me give you a quick insight. This was back in like year two thousand, and at this point, if you remember, our dad actually had cancer, and he and he yeah. lost his hair. And he, uh, I think he was slowly, he was a bit better at that point. I think the chemo was just coming to an end. So, you know, he kind of sat me down with my mom and they give me the old, whatever you do, we'll be proud of you. Don't worry about it. Lee and Ryan are in, but, you know, kind of, like, your brothers are in. <laughs> don't, don't you worry. And I was going, you know, I kept thinking to myself, nah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to prove to everyone that I'm not just a wrestling fanatic, <laughs> you know. So I rocked up for the interview. Now, one thing I had going in my favour was I was a times tables whiz. You must remember. I mean, I was I was dynamite. Yeah, seven so I remember. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that, pal. <laughs> seven, 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 seven three. Uh, 21. Uh, um, the old repeat. <laughs> um, so I remember sitting in my interview... And, uh, you know, Mr. Arthur was in there and he was pinging me these times tables. I was like, bang, bang, get out of my way, boom. <laughs> and then at the end, he, he, he looked at me and he went, thank you. And then Dad went, oh, I'm just going to have a word with Mr. Arthur. And I went, no worries. I'm thinking, 
He's just going to speak about Liam Ryan. So I walked out. Anyway, you know, fast forward. I get into Ambrose. Joy. You know, loved it. Some of the best times of my life. But it wasn't until about a year ago where... Um, you know, I think we're having a discussion at a family do, and you know, Ryan, uh, our other brother, said, um, "Yeah, well, you're definitely the dumbest out of the three of us because you didn't pass your eleven plus." And I was going, "Don't matter about the eleven plus. I got into Ambrose." Yeah. And then Dad, a couple of beers in, <laughs> goes, "Yeah, about that." I went, "What do you mean about that?" He went, "Well, I." Uh, he went, "You remember I was wearing a hat that day?" I went, "Not really." I went, not really. He, he took his hat off. <laughs> which and he clearly looked, you know, like a cancer sufferer, didn't he? Yeah, he well, looked he was, ill. He, was, he yeah. looked ill. So as he took his hat off, he said that Mr. Arthur went, Oh my you know, Liam Ryan have told me about this. How are you getting on? You know, oh it's just it's just rough, you know, having the three of them at home and you know, you're worried that, you know, one will have to go somewhere else and you just want them all to stay together. <laughs> anyway, take care. <laughs> So I've gone the whole, you know, the whole decade thinking, I am clever, when all it turns out is, my dad, he he, he pulled the C card out, didn't he? And and I have to, you know, take my hat off to him, no pun intended. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... Our dad is, you know, he he kicked cancer's ace, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. so he's he's all all good. good. Yeah. I just don't understand. And let, let's be honest, let's put our cards on the table, right? No one writes uh, personalised end-of-year reports. We recycle. You've written one set of reports when you're an NQT because no one told you any different. You slaved over them for hours upon hours. And then the year after, you were like, well, I'm not starting that from scratch. And then you just get your NQT reports loaded up. You look at someone in your NQT class like Billy and you go, who's most like Billy this year? And then you go, Zach. Zach's like Billy. So I'll now go into uh, Microsoft Office and I'll find Billy, find and replace, change Billy for Zach. Or you use like software just to. No harm in keeping it green there. <laughs> yeah. A bit of recycling. A bit of recycling. I just don't get it though. I mean, as a parent, as a parent, um, you know, with the triplets report, most of it last year was exactly the same. The only thing well, that's they are diff- identical boys. No, but I mean, <laughs> most of the report's exactly the same. Stop it. It's a waste of time. Waste of time. Um, so if you're a school, because I had a message from a, a teacher the other day where they were talking about the message they'd got from their head about um, about NDA reports, and it was something like, under no circumstances are you to use generic comments for any child in any... And they've got to do a What's subject. What's generic comments? You know, like, just you, you copy and paste comment, like... Oh, um, right, like, they always make the right choices. Yeah, yeah. And then so, the next person always makes the right choices. <laughs> yeah, everyone's always making the right choices. Um, Never said that online. No, but it didn't. But, you know, uh, child's name tries his best and always follows the class rules. Just a generic sentence. Yeah, just copy and paste. So they have to sound more personal. yeah. Um, so you're just making even more work. At least if you're going to do eight pages, just do it in a way that's going to save you loads of time. Um, yeah, and then handing them in to be read through and you've got to change. Yeah, just in case you've misread the reports, you need to send through a quarter of the class each time. So your next set that comes through should be six. Oh, it's just madness, absolute madness. It's got to stop because it's a waste of time. There's so many other ways in which you can 
engage parents throughout the year through things like technology. Not that I'm going to plug my trainer or anything, but you can do it so you're not having to then waste all this time. Um, but that's now going to... So I'll, my rant about end-of-year written reports is now going to lead us into the next feature. The thing kids today wouldn't have a clue about. Right, so this feature is going to link. We're talking here about things kids today wouldn't have a clue about that we used to do when, or we used to experience when we were kids. And it's linked to reports because I think reports back in the day when we were at school were just so honest and didn't sugarcoat anything. And let's be honest, we will sugarcoat things because if we tell the truth and we are negative in our reports, the likelihood is parents won't accept it. They'll come after you with a pitchfork because what they want to be doing is posting those reports on social media to rack up the likes. So we do. We tend to um, embellish the truth a little bit. Good but, word. Do you like that one? Yeah, yeah. But what we've got here is the honest report from back in the day. Uh, and I've got to be completely honest, we're not, we've got not going to look at my reports because mine were pretty run-of-the-mill. Uh, he's a little bit lazy. If he applies himself, he's reach his, he'll reach his potential. Cracking Elvis impression. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pass you over to Adam, who's digged out the reports from his school days. And I just want you to think here, would you, being completely honest, have the audacity, have, have the testicular fortitude mm. to whack some of these comments in a report the about stones. a child nowadays? The stones to do it. Yeah, so... So I'm going to start off with a little bit of a primary school shouts. Now, primary school used to list the subjects and then they'd just write a little comment about each subject next to yeah. it. So I've got one here that... Um, so we'll start off, you know, we'll start off with a bit of positives. You know, mum and dad always used to say to me, focus on the positives. Sometimes they wouldn't be able to find the positives. But in this report, it says physical education... <laughs> Adam seems to enjoy both PE and games. He tries hard and shows ability in both fields. Adam is well-coordinated and is accurate when throwing and catching. Obviously. Yeah, I'm Captain so, I'm of the so, rounders team. Right, I'm sorry, that is generic if I've ever seen I'm it. I'm having that. That is a copy and paste job if I've ever seen well, it. Well, it's written by hand. Is it handwritten? It's handwritten. Oh, can you imagine that as well? Can you imagine... Having to handwrite 30 reports. No wonder Mrs. Graham on the piano couldn't <laughs> hack it anymore when she was giving it the old Jeepers, Creepers, where'd you get those Creepers? Oh, God. She couldn't do it anymore after writing them reports. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then, then we move on to uh, art. Uh, sorry, no, music. Adam enjoys music and singing and joins in readily. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. He is attentive. Adam displays a good sense of rhythm and timing when clapping his own name. <laughs> is this what year group is this? Rhythm and timing. Adam Buckington. Classic silver pants. I don't know. I hope it's reception because this is if this is a year six report. <laughs> I hope not. At year six, then, he's able to clap his own name. So then we go to art. Right. Um, and you know this is this is this is a plum first line. This is not Adam's best subject, <laughs> as his drawings tend to be a little immature. Adam tends to be a little hasty, 
And his work improves when he pays attention. Do you know what I used to do? I always used to draw beards on anything I drew. <laughs> so do you know if you were just kind of like, you know, draw a mermaid. My mermaid would have a big, a big, like, sketch pencil beard, yeah, all the time. Which looked like a cloud. At one, just like yeah, a... like a cloud and then just scribbled in. And I always remember, like, Mrs. Allen. Do you remember Mrs. Allen? So I went from Allen in year five to Callahan in year six. Yeah. And I always remember Callahan and Allen giving it the old, he's done the beard again. <laughs> and I just used to think, like, what's, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? So anyway, we move uh, on to high school now. And uh, <laughs> this is kind of like the general summary of the report. This was from my form teacher. So obviously, you go to different teachers. The different teachers would write your individual yeah. reports. And then your teacher, your form teacher would read through it. Now, these aren't generic, because these have to <laughs> yeah. represent what Everyone else's comments, yeah. right. So this says, this report highlights Adam's poor concentration in a number of subjects. <laughs> he will need to make every effort to improve this aspect if he is to do well in his GCSE course next year. He is a lively member of the form. <laughs> I remember reading this thinking, oh, I positives. But he needs to recognise the difference between a sense of humour and being insolent. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then obviously he finishes with it's pleasing to see that he takes an active role in extracurricular activities and he's a valued member of the rugby team. Right, clutching at straws. And can clap his own name. (laughs) Um, And then this is the one. I mean, this Uh, is the report where, you know, like when you were in school, and I'm sure people listening to this will understand this. I was I was a classic, oh my god, parents evening or reports are coming up, so I'm gonna be really good for a day. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna be yeah. so good today. I used to think when it was parents evening, I'd go in, blazer would be buttoned up, I'd sit there ignoring the silliness. <laughs> but then really they'd go, I've had a really good day today. But this year, my <laughs> God, what an absolute idiot. So, you know, it never used to work. So here we go. First line. This is a disappointing report. <laughs> Full stop. You know, full stop. There's actually a full stop They should have just left it there. This This is is a different... (laughs) Mic drop. Mic drop, yeah. Adam needs to improve his concentration in class and avoid being distracted from his work. There are too many comments about his lack of discipline and poor attitude. Then this is the the kicker. This is the absolute (laughs) kicker. I had hoped that making him form captain would give him a sense of responsibility and that he would be a positive role model to the class. Full stop. Unfortunately, (laughs) his poor behaviour means that he's no longer form captain. (laughs) He needs to show a substantial improvement in all areas next year. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, they're brutal. And, yeah. no, you know, gra- you, you were grounded. But that, 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 this is the point I want to make. Mum and Dad would never question that, would never think that we were hard done to. It would, we'd just get hammered about it. Yeah. So if it, you know, I, I didn't have any comments any, as bad. I've never had a comment that this is a disappointing report. I mean, that was, I mean, the thing is, <laughs> Mum and Dad didn't need to read on there. The, 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 it was summed up in them, yeah. in that short sentence. This is a disappointing report. I'm sure Dad would have slammed it shut. No processio or enchiladas for you, son. Um, you know what I mean? It, I, I, I always remember, like, um, it, it just was one of them. It, but then, you know, I don't know if people know this. I I uh, went years through school and every report was... 
Adam can't concentrate, he struggles to concentrate and all this. And then it turns out that I end up getting diagnosed with ADD. Yeah. Um, and, and then I started getting medicated. Um, and then my concentration did improve, obviously. It did, it did kind of... It was weird and I'm, I'm still the same. Now I'll be sat there, and I've said this before, I'll be sat there and I'll be listening or I'll be reading something. And even though I'm trying to read it, I'll be thinking about something else. I'll yeah. just be thinking about something completely different. Turkey Twizzlers. Well, not anymore, but, you know, turkey of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, but, yeah, so going back to the reports, I mean, it's... It, it, you can't... Like, you can't get away with it. I remember when, you know, uh, Cockney John... Cockney John Classic was writing his reports and I remember there was one kid that we had in the first year who was, he wasn't um, you know didn't make the right choices yeah. but he wasn't one of them who was likeable who didn't make the right choices he was one of them who purposely made the wrong choices so I remember Cockney John going like I'm going to destroy him in his report <laughs> that was his line to me oh, I'm going to destroy him in his report I remember he said to, like, I'm, sure, I'm sure Cockney John said to him in class this was the first year I worked with him like if you don't stop doing what you're doing I'm going to really let you have it in your report and your, your <laughs> mum and dad will read it all and he went don't care and then I could saw John you know close his eyes <laughs> then after they all left he just looked at me and that's when he said it I'm going to destroy that kid <laughs> in his report. And I remember him writing this report. He don't listen. He don't do what he's supposed to do. He's rude. <laughs> the guy's a complete and utter idiot. Handed it in and it got given back with so much like highlighter and red pen on it. And it was kind of like, you can't do this. You can't call him that. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you can't say you want to do that to him. <laughs> um, and then I remember he, he ended up having to really kind of like suck it in and just be like, you know, you sometimes or what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the language, isn't it? So I think, that, yeah, because we're so fearful of it coming back to us that we're, we're you know, we've got it in for them and all that sort of... Yeah. It just winds me up because, like I say, we used to be petrified of oh, parents' evening gosh. and reports, whereas do remember, kids do now don't... The, do you remember when the door used to go? When you used to be sat in there yeah. and you'd be kind of like pretending that you weren't bothered. You'd be watching Sister, Sister, Keen and Kel, not yeah. bothered, like, oh, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Here yeah. it goes. Oh, <laughs> no way you put the screw in the tuner, huh, quality. <laughs> and then the door would go and you'd always know because mum would walk in and if mum was going like, if you had a bit of a smile on her face, you thought... <laughs> That good day today has got me out <laughs> a tough jam. Yeah. But then when you nailed it again, he didn't speak to you. And I remember the worst year. I'm sure it was after the disappointing report year. <laughs> she walked in, and I was sat there, and I turned around, and I don't know if I had it in me where I thought I was good. Yeah. So like I was sat there thinking like, yep, yeah, here we go. And then I remember them going, turn the TV off. And then they said something like, Lee and Ryan, please leave. And I was just like, Lee and Ryan, please don't leave. Please don't leave me, Lee and Ryan. And then and we're I, outside of a cup on the door, yeah, like I remember, listening. I remember being sat there and it was just like, mum would be like, it's really, it's really, you know, it's not good enough. You, you're throwing your da-da-da and you're doing this. And then dad would come in. He'd just be walking in probably like, eating a bag of Monster Munch, just crunching away, pickled onion, so he was extra smelly for that telling off. And then he'd just be kind of like, get to bed. And that's all he'd say. Yeah. What about the cinema at the weekend? You'll be lucky if you leave the house again. It's just be like, oh, God. 
so what we thought we'd do is if you are a parent um, listening to this, we're going to be completely honest. We're going to take these sugar-coated comments and we're going to give you the real deal. What they actually mean. We're going to translate report comments. You're going to de-sugar them. Yeah. So if um, on your child's report there is a comment such as, your child is a happy, enthusiastic member of the class, that translates to... Well annoying. <laughs> yeah. Peck. It is a peck, in it? Yeah, yeah. If you're happy and enthusiastic, no one's happy and enthusiastic on a Monday. You can be happy or enthusiastic if it's both... Uh, you're yeah. a peck. You're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> fool. Um, is a happy and popular member of the class. Jack the lad. Mm. Like bit of a bit of a one. Can't be sat next to anyone. Yeah. Because they just chat or all mean the time. Girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, is a quiet and thoughtful member of the class. Loser. <laughs> nah. I, said, nah. I just said quiet and thoughtful member of the class. I, I probably don't even know the name. Yeah. <laughs> it's just in the yeah. red. I don't even Who? know. Yeah. I'd, go, I'd go just a bit of an in-betweener. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, right, if it says the word usually or sometimes, yeah. that never. translates to never. Absolutely never. Once. Yeah. Once. Um, often. Yeah. Never. Yeah, usually brings the homework in. Done one piece of homework <laughs> at break time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually makes the right choices. Yeah. Never makes the Doesn't right choices. Doesn't know what the right choice is. Yeah, yeah. Um, always, so always listens carefully and follows instruction. Know it all. Yeah. So I went on Facebook Marketplace Um which which mum does on a regular basis, oh, doesn't she? she? That, but she to be fair that. though, yeah, but she she doesn't half get some absolute cracking bargains. Yeah, she really does, and dad she, doesn't mind. It's, it's replaced eBay. She's yeah, but dad would for eBay. Dad would much prefer driving to like Rochdale to pick up a five pound, um, you know, bike rather yeah. than coughing up thirty bucks for a, a proper one from Smiths or something. So yeah, my my little girl. He's really into uh, Monsters, Inc. at the moment. She's loving it. Yeah, classic. And uh, because she's been such a good girl and such a good big sister to Max, uh, we asked her, what, what treat would you want? And she said, I want a mic. So I went, oh, amazing. Like, we'll, get you, we'll get you a Mike Wazowski. Yeah. Amazing. So um, anyway, went on the Disney store and, you know, they were, they were, you know, they were totting up 20, 20 quid or something just for a small one. So I just, I just randomly the other day just went on Facebook Marketplace and um, typed in like Monsters Inc. And then this this girl was selling like a big bundle of Monsters Inc. toys, you know, smoke free house, excellent condition. I thought absolutely amazing. It was in Wigan, bit of a mooch, but I thought well, that's absolutely yeah. quality. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna just just pause for a second on that and just go back to kind of what like my my technique with Isla. So if Isla's kind of getting a little bit tetchy shall we say uh, or she doesn't want to do something I'll you know we're going on a bear hunt she absolutely yeah. loves it so I'll hide my phone and I'll say to her are you going to come and help me find my phone and I'll go we're going on a phone hunt we're going to catch a big phone so and she loves it and she starts joining in like yeah. loving it you know and I think the other day uh, she had like a little a, a little dog 
um, called Fifi. She loves she loves calling the little dog Fifi. And then I said, oh, where's Fifi gone? You know, tactically hit it. And I was going, we're going on a dog hunt. We're going to catch a big one. We're not scared. I yeah. love me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm driving tonight to Wigan and I took Kyla with me tactically to try and get her asleep at the end and um everything's tactically because it's just he's a tactical masterclass. but here's where i slipped up so isla started getting a little bit like what are we doing what are we doing so i then went we're going to pick mike wazowski up and she went all right and i went we're going on a mic we're gonna catch a big one and as i said it isla went we're not scared. And I was just going like, what's a beautiful day? Like, thinking like, no repeat. Then she repeats the chorus. And I was just like, anyway. And I just absolutely pumped, pumped the radio up. And I was just like, I sat there and I was driving. I was thinking, please do not go into nursing. <laughs> like, blasting that out tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, I, I have to say it was making me laugh. because Her face, she was smiling so uh. wide throw back to the residential I've been on because it's just so fresh in the memory but I have to tell you this one this was funny today so one of the last activities that they, they, they wanted to do they were kind of like we've not got much time so they came to me and one and the year five teacher and they just said so uh, what we're going to do is because the there was two tribes two tribes of ten when kids two each. tribes go yeah. to war two tribes uh, and they, they came to me and this other teacher and they said so what's going to happen is we're going to get you two to just go over there to that space there and you're going to you're going to make a scene and you're going to pass out and and then the kids are going to come over with a sheet and they're going to give you first aid right and then they're going to put you on the sheet and they're going to carry you over to where the ambulance would normally be right and I said where would the ambulance normally be and he went over near the toilets now the toilets were solid 40, 45 seconds walk. Yeah. Now, it doesn't seem much, but mud and hilly. Yeah. So I said, so they've got to carry both of us to that, to that place. He went, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I thought, I'm getting into this scene. I'm going to really sell it. Um, so I decided to grab an apple from the fruit thing, and I said, what I'm going to do is, I was explaining this to the staff, the three staff that were there, I'm going to, I've got this mint idea. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a bite of an apple, pretend to choke, and boom, I go down. And then one of them just went, so Snow White then? <laughs> and I was like, what? It's Snow White then? I was like, no, Snow White had a poisoned apple. Yeah. Like, I'm choking on mine. <laughs> you know, hello. Um, so then I said, so then Miss Smith, you come over and you find me struggling. Yeah. And then you scream... Make your way back and then you drop. I was really getting it, like, yeah, really yeah. spencing the hell out of it. You know, like, Pineapple Studios, like, we're going to do this. I'm like, you French going to do this so good. So I thought, right, here we go. So I walked over and I and I took a bite, a big bite of this apple. Obviously chewed it, swallowed it. Well, what did another bite? Not going to like that. What did another apple. bite? And then I just went, oh, oh, and then dropped. And then I just heard, 
and then a drop. And then all the kids run over. Sir, you all right, sir? And someone's like, he's faking it. And then another kid, no, he's not. And I was just kind of like, I wanted to, to, to open my eyes and be like... <laughs> I am thinking it was, you know what I mean? But I kept, I stayed in character. So I lay there, right? And then some, one of the kids ran over, he went, what's going on? And someone was like, sir's choked on an apple. Because I held the apple out, like, proper dramatic. So then the guy came over and he was like, right, listen, guys, this is, this is first aid training. If this happened in the wild, you'd have to get them on the sheet and carry them to where the ambulance would be. And I was thinking, like, I was laid out, eyes closed. And then one of them was just like, is he, is he breathing? And so I was like, put your hand in front of his, his mouth. And I was thinking like, oh, I've got cold sores. <laughs> Don't touch my face. So then they put the hand there and I, I made sure I was just like... <laughs> you know, and he was like, he's breathing. And then someone went, yes. So you're like, Jesus, did he think I'm actually gone here? So then they started going. But then what I realised was... <laughs> Miss Smith was already getting carried at this point. <laughs> my group were going... That's well easy. They've got the well easy one, right? So then I was laying there, and then they were just like, right. And they all grabbed this sheet, right? And they went, right, on three. And they went, one, two, three. And then I just, and then I just dropped back down, right? And I was literally just like, oh. right. And then someone was just like, that could have knocked him out. Someone was like, he's probably got a head injury. And someone went, make sure he's still with it. And then this this kid just had a water bottle, just took his lid off and just went... <laughs> and just threw his water bottle on my face. I was literally just like... Oh. And someone was like, he's still with us. So we're on the giant swing, right? So... Giant swing uh, the, uh, is, you know, you get strapped in, you're wearing a harness, you go up, and it takes you probably about 10 metres off the ground. You pull a little lever, and you do your swing. And it, and it, to be fair, it does take you back a little bit uh, when I did it. Um, so I had, uh, I had a decent little group. Uh, there, was, there was one lad who doesn't always make the right choices, but he was, you know, he's one of them. Once you get him on the residential doing stuff like that, he's, he's away with it. it. Yeah. So he's on the giant swing with his partner, and they go up to the top. So I'm a little bit further away trying to get some good pictures because I'm just, uh, you know, recording as much as possible yeah, to yeah. share on Facebook and that. And so I'm a little bit further away. Uh, filming them doing it and then when they get to the top uh, all the rest of the group will shout like uh, or the the instructor will go like one two three and they'll go like set the dragon free because the lever has a little little dragon on yeah yeah. and so the i'm just going to play this but it comes with a bit of a warning in that we do try and keep this podcast uh family friendly and so we don't well we try our best not to use any foul language mm. but there is a little bit of a warning with this but it is so funny so let me just play it you first <laughs> right oh i was absolutely howling let's just play it again <laughs> i've honestly watched that about a thousand times and it still gets me so uh if you didn't hear that as they as they've gone this kid's just shouted as loud as he can just the the s word <laughs> right. and everyone's heard it um and i what the, initially i've just taken a photo 
And I was like, that, that's, that, that's amazing. And, and luckily, it was one of the live photos. So, you know, on, a, on an iPhone, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it sort of basically turns it into a little animation. Yeah, yeah. And for, somehow recorded the sound. <laughs> so, so I had it as a little video, and honestly, I watched it. Just stood there for about half an hour, wetting myself, and then I had to obviously go over and have a word with them. But I couldn't even because it because it wasn't even the the lad who doesn't always make the right choices. But I've gone over thinking it was him. So I've got them both, and I've gone like right. So um, it was pretty clear that one of you said something. You shouldn't have said when you did that swing, and it was the other lad, and he's like, "I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Parkinson," because um, he has a really <laughs> the funny thing, he has a really high pitched voice, <laughs> and then on there he just goes really, really low. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's going, "I'm sorry, Mr. Parkinson," I was just really, really scared. I just didn't know what was going to happen, um, and because he sort of sat on a little leather. A uh, little leather swing, and he he'd slipped out of it. That's what he was saying. Right. <laughs> so, so as he as he slipped out, that's what he shouted. It's just a proper. Didn't even think about that reaction. Just a, and I and I said, well, that's not the sort of language you need to be using. In, and he's gone. I'm sorry, Mr. Boxing. It sounds I mean, like sounds like the gingerbread man in Shrek. <laughs> yeah, he you're is. a horrible man. <laughs> And so I said, but I, I, I was fighting back the tears of laughter as I'm trying to sort of talk. I, I mean, said, it's so, only so much. I mean, I'm a, oh no, I just said, a, I basically yeah. said to him, I said, look, uh, obviously you were scared. You couldn't control what you were saying and it's come out. And, and I'm telling you now that I'll let you off this one time, but if I hear it again, that that's you done, you know. You're having like, done. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he was just. Uh, but honestly, we've had so many laughs, laughs with that. And um, to be fair, yeah. So that was my highlight. That was my 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 highlight of the that and the uh, nightline. That was the first activity we do where they all get blindfolded and they've got a, they've got to, like follow a, a line around like a bit of an obstacle yeah, course. Yeah, I've done. I've done a nightline. Yeah, and you um, and then they give you a little spray can. And of water, yeah, and you say the, the squirrels, yeah, yeah. squirrels, can we on you and stuff? And honestly, that just had me. I was crying just because what I do is they'd give you a little like um, bushy, you know, like a brush, like Ken Dodd brush. Yeah, yeah. So you could like sort as if it's a squirrel's tail. Yeah. So yeah. I was like just brushing the hands, and then they'd go like ah, and then as they open the mouth, just squirt <laughs> in the mouth, and they're like. <laughs> A squirrel weed in my mouth. Oh, it was funny. So um, I can't remember if I've I can't remember if I've told this story or not. So I apologise if I have. But I remember when I first went on the first residential. It, we used to go on one uh, called Gilead. It's very much of the same thing, but it's yeah. it's like late Windermere, late district, and right. do all the kind of similar activities, night line and all that kind of stuff. But basically, the first year I went with Cockney John, um, and Kim was there, and and uh, another another lady. Uh, the kids were brilliant. It was our first year. It was so fresh. Like I was so buzzing to even be there. And uh, <laughs> basically, the boys had had come up with this, uh, you know, elaborate prank that there was a ghost and that they'd seen yeah. this ghost and that. Da, da, da. So you had all of these other boys who were really scared, and they they were saying like they were making noises in each other's rooms at night, and then you know these kids were really scared. So you know. <laughs> 
Cockney Jam. You can imagine. <laughs> I can't tell you. Let me. Let, I'm going to just divert for a minute to the room inspections of Cockney Jam because I swear <laughs> to God, right? They were some of the funniest things I've ever seen. It, so, Kim and Kim and uh, Kate, it was who went to this. Uh, they do the girls' rooms. Yeah, it would be. A, that's oh, such a nice room. Yeah. Oh, well done. Oh, can you just pick that up? Yeah. I'd go in with Cockney John, and he'd just... He'd do it like army block, stand up straight. <laughs> he went, don't look me in the eye. <laughs> right? And he went like this, he went, whose toothpaste is this? And this kid was just like, mine, sir. And he just, like, ripped the lid off, <laughs> squeezed some of his mouth, and he's just like, it's far too minty! <laughs> right? <laughs> right? This is no joke. I honestly was stood there trying to keep my cool. <clears throat> he walked into his other room, and he just went, whose coat is this? And this kid was just like, mine's it. And he tried to put it on, he's like, it's far too small! And, like, threw it. I was, I was absolutely gone. But anyway... You know, going back, uh, Cockney John was saying to me like, "Yeah, we need we need to get them boys. You know, we need to really scare them." <laughs> he was like, they, "They can't keep doing this." And I was like, "Yeah, mate, I'm up for it. What do you want to do?" He was like, "Right, we'll tell them that it's time for the TP. We'll tell them that it's time to have the fire in the TP." I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Me and you will hide behind a tree, or what?" He was like, "Then we'll we'll jump at him." And he was like, guaranteed on cack it. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I'm like, right. What I'm year group is this? Year six? Year six, yeah. Right. So, but, the, you know, the, the, the lads who were talking about, they were, you know. Street they were, bars, Yeah, they were, they, were, they were all right. So, you know, he says to him, uh, we're going to do the fire in the two Yeah, You're going to help set it up, you know what I mean? And they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, myself and Cockney John go and wait behind this tree. This group of about four or five lads, I remember him clear as day, I can remember every single one of them, they all come walking out and they're all in this little huddle. And we just, we kind of just went like, like that, right? And one of them was just like, what the F was that? Right? And I was just like, oh man. And then they were just swearing, like, they were going like, I'm not effing scared, are you joking? Anyway, they get right up into, up into the tree and then me and Cockney Django are like, and I am not joking they darted they absolutely blasted off and he was like don't scare off a pig <laughs> I'm like I mean but then a lesson a lesson well learned I mean but I mean uh, so so funny I have to say he uh, he was a he was he was a good uh, a, a great great member of staff now, you would not believe how long that has taken me to put all of that together. Listening back to previous episodes, thinking what's going to be the best to put in there. And I've had to leave so much out, but we're already two hours in. Well, two hours 20, actually. So I'm going to have to wrap it up there. Um, I've not included a couple of stories that we've turned into videos, but you can watch them on my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash ICT with Mr. P. Also on my Instagram if you follow ICT underscore Mr. P there. And they're also available on the website too. That's the number two, mrpspodcast.com, mrpspodcast.com. And remember, you can still get your tickets for our live shows in Newcastle and London. 
So tickets are still available. They are selling quickly. There's not many left. So make sure you head over to the website to mrpspodcast.com. All the information is there. Get sharing it in your teacher WhatsApp group. Get texting your teacher BFF. Maybe even use it as a staff night out. Why not, eh? We'll have a right laugh. It'll be a good one, I'm sure. So just want to say a massive thank you to everyone for all their continued support with this podcast. It's been amazing to have so many of you listen, to have so many of you join the Facebook group and get involved with all the chat on there. Really do appreciate it. And to everyone who's left us a lovely review because that really does help us get more exposure and hopefully get more listeners. And you can help spread the word by sharing the podcast on your socials, you know, tagging some of your friends into the posts and also leaving a review really, really does help. So we'll leave you to enjoy the last of the summer holidays before we're back with season three in September. Have a good one. All the best. See you soon. 